yeah so i figure home pod would be a funny thing to talk about because yeah our podcast has become there's like a segment where i talk shit about apple yeah i, I can talk about stocks for you guys if you want me to yeah talk about stocks and then we can talk about video games because yeah. we like the video games we do like those we like northeast ohio food we love it so i had swenson's today are there chicken fingers good do you get chicken fingers there i get nuggets nuggets their nuggets are so good I've they're the there. only nuggets that I, get, I i can actually say like taste like real chicken you got me on a chicken nugget and finger kick uh-huh. it started in texas because at QuakeCon we ate two things we ate tacos and we would eat chicken, yeah, chicken fingers. fingers yeah we're getting room service right yeah 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 they and there's i think our first night there like it was really late yeah and we went through a drive-thru oh that's right yeah where we did we go to whataburger I, yes i think it was waterburger we went yes. to waterburger yes we totally went to waterburger that's right that's when we landed and it was yeah because it was it was late and i was feeling yeah i was starting to get sick yeah it wasn't until the next day that we started hitting up tacos el phoenix el phoenix so someone there was a thread right on the chatty mm. and it got out of hand oh tell oh. me tell me oh. story before. Oh. <laughs> and i linked to an article about QuakeCon in it yeah because people are like i can't believe how many replies are in this article and yeah i was like yeah no one here is talking about QuakeCon. <laughs> as i kind of called out the whole community yeah so it, it was funny someone's like man i wish i the reply was like i think it was colorado cnc mm-hmm. he was like oh man I, I wish i could go to QuakeCon." and i'm like and then like it was something about how they don't really have good mexican food there and i and he said something to that extent he's from colorado i think he lives in denver or somewhere like near there right yeah yeah and i'm like hold on sir i'll yeah. let you i'll let people talk shit about texas all day long yeah i'm from ohio i don't give a fuck i've lived in texas though for eight years yeah. and they have mighty fine tacos yeah, in texas dude. and el phoenix some of the finest tacos i think didn't we record the inaugural episode yeah of the shack cast they there. were sponsors of the first episode that's right of the shack that's right and i think we're at episode 21 yeah and we're still talking about tacos and food. And El Phoenix. I did have El Rincon on my birthday. I know. Did you get tacos? Yeah. Yeah, you did. I totally got tacos. <laughs> and I still have chips and salsa. Of course you do. From my birthday. You can't go to El Rincon too often. If you go there three times. You have like four bags you of have four bags of chips. Huge chips. By the middle of next week, you'll have, it'll probably increase to like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Their salsa is so good, though. Yeah. I could drink that salsa. I have. And they give it to you in like a cup. Yeah. I've, I've they encourage it. you to do that. Yeah. They're like, here you go. Do a shot of salsa. Right? I and I do. And like, yeah, they're, you, they do give you in different, in different sizes. There's like the small, yeah. here's like a shot kind of thing. And yeah. then there's like the, here's like a dixie cup full of salsa yeah and then there's like the big gulp yeah they give you salsa in a big gulp there <laughs> and then they give you a cover for it the biggie salsa <laughs> dude that's what amy orders that and it'll last you weeks yeah or if you refrigerate it properly that can yep. last you a good week yeah you'd have <sighs> chips and salsa whatever you want we for make a week. it last so in winter it's just nicer to just pop in there what what i've realized is like 
when I really don't feel like when I'm really lazy, yeah, I will go to El Rincon or Swenson's just because of proximity to my oh, house. Yeah, what and if the they delivered is, though? Oh, dude, if I could get Swenson's delivered, <laughs> yeah, yes, if I could get Swenson's delivered, yeah, I would die. Oh, yeah, I would die of a heart attack every meal. I would eat Swenson's every meal, and I would eventually die. Yep from a coronary but, but what a way to go exactly swenson's delivery oh my god what a time and it's to not dream. like it's that far if no they could it's figure not. out a way you know what if you do it with an electric vehicle you yeah. could actually probably make some money yeah. doing that you know what i <laughs> i could see them having their runners just run like all right <laughs> go run to awesome's house everybody knows like, everybody knows awesome's house all these all these like track athletes that already run yeah. up, they, seriously they already run around here yep you know so it's like oh yeah i know where that is they just run my they just food take off no nah, i think that in winter so uh, no so picture this that. here's how it works right they come running up you hand them the card they run back they scan it run again <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it would take almost i know 20 minutes that's how they do it though but with delivery they would have to take your card over the phone yeah they'd have to yeah oh uh, yeah because you could still yeah i don't know I, i'm like it's i'm already being lazy just eating that food yeah well this northeast ohio diet but when in rome <laughs> no sir. right oh god there's like you know we had a uh we had a poll on on at techno sucks yeah right you know my yeah my my twitter handle uh-huh it was the uh apple the new apple tv remote right which is worse yeah which is worse that or wendy's yeah. fries it's the remote i think wendy's fries are worse i i value your opinion but it's just it's wrong it's objectively wrong wendy's old fries were good you like the old fries i and like dave, the new recipe. those were dave thomas's fries yeah yeah, we have a we have a Steve Jobs Apple situation here where things changed. But <laughs> right? this this I still love their burgers. Like if I'm going to get a fast food burger, yeah, I'll go. To, I'm going to Wendy's. Yeah, because uh, yeah. like I like Five Guys, Swenson's. That's different to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually like their fries. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The new fry recipe, you know, new because it's been like what five six years now. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. they're when they're bad, they're bad. <laughs> you know what's happening here. What? I was vegan and not going to fast food restaurants for, oh. for five years. And then you moved. So I, I missed the changeover oh, okay. in, in this whole fry recipe over there. Yeah. Because I, I had gone vegan. Then they changed the fry recipe. Now right. I'm back. I've come back to the dark side. Yeah. And I'm like, these fries suck. Because like, I remembered the fries yeah. from like you know five and a half years ago, six years ago. Right. Which were way better right and compliment here's the problem mm. it's not just that they were better they complimented their menu better their burgers are fucking greasy if you oh, get a triple yeah, yeah. A triple double with cheese oh that thing yeah it's like a brick yeah with just gushing with g- grease yeah. yeah i'm with you those with old you. fries would sop up that grease so well <laughs> that's true it was kind of the perfect side right it was it was the perfect compliment yeah you know what else it was great with dipping into frosties that's oh that's true it's so much better than the current fry system all right you're winning me over i'm telling you it's not is because they didn't ruin the company with the stupid apple tv remote it's just planned obsolete <laughs> garbage. This is ruined I think Wendy's. Wendy's, I don't want to go there because of the fries. 
I, I go there. Potato. I go there because they're open later yeah. than Swenson's, or they're open later than uh, you know any of the other restaurants in the Northeast Ohio diet. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. No, I, I guess Eurogyro on Cleveland Avenue is open till three. Yeah, it's three, and they deliver. Yep, but it must take forever to get. It does. It does. We ordered from them once because the Maslin location had closed and they took like an hour and a half. <laughs> but f- I mean, it was Eurogyro food when it got there. Was it warm? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. It just takes forever. Yeah. Huh. The alternative is driving out to Cleveland Avenue. I'm not. See, that's not even an option. I would do that. Uh, no. I've been to the Elrin Cone over there. We did this. This is one night when it snowed. <laughs> Yeah, and, we, and I, I gave him a really nice tip, but I didn't want to drive in that. No, I understand. Yeah, I, I, I've there've been a couple of times recently where I've thought about ordering Eurogyro for yeah. here, but I was like, I could just go somewhere else faster. Yeah, if I'm hungry, I'm just gonna go somewhere else. Right. Yeah, and that's that's what's been happening lately. I haven't had it lately because the last two times I had it, I fucking passed out within like 20 minutes. <laughs> But yeah. I also think it was because no, I've had it since then. They have good chicken tenders. There. When I came back from Japan, I had like the worst jet lag. Yeah, and I was getting oh, Eurogyro, and then Eurogyro it was like it was food. basically like being narcoleptic. Yeah, you know. So that was. What are you doing, Lola? Yeah, she's so fidgety right now. You're fidgety. Why are you so fidgety? What's your deal? I don't know. But yeah, I think that's a good intro about food. Yeah, I think so. That was we, fun. We could start the show. Yep. <laughs> Lola, are you gonna stay? She'll stay. She just wants to be pet. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's that time. Yeah. She saw her toy. Yeah. She got enough attention from you. Yeah. So now she's like, I'm done. She's kind of cat like in she's that ex- sense. Yeah. No, this is now okay. she's like, that's mine. <laughs> and I will fight you to the death for it. She needs to get a sponsorship. She does. She's a great brand ambassador. She for is. Look at this dog. Yeah. Lola, did you what's the over under on being my Valentine? I'm thinking for next year. My my brother also asked. Oh really? And she shot him down too. She's tough, man. It's okay. It's okay. It's like the uh the cute girl in school. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Getting like shooting you down. Yeah. That's Lola. Yeah. She's like she shot a ton of people down this this uh Valentine's. That's my favorite thing she does though, when she gets uh territorial over the bobo and you go for it and she just dro- she just drops like she's uh-huh. like nope <laughs> yep okay, i don't know how what music we'll use to start this but I don't, we'll know. I don't know we'll figure it out yeah we'll go from here late night cravings i think i need some wendy's open till midnight man it's amazing baconators frosties spicy chicken iced teas eight locations for your needs quality variety something for everybody at wendy's mix and match your burgers at wendy's value for your dollar at wendy's it's way better than fast food, it's Wendy's. Welcome to the Shackcast, the official Shack News podcast of Shack News. I'm your host, Asif Khan. I'm CEO, Editor-in-Chief, the Janitor, Chief Puppy Wrangler. You remember Janitor, I usually have to remind you. I know, I You're remember You're taking my week. job. They took my job. <laughs> they, I took his job, but he's still here, yeah, driving... Sorry. 
<sighs> I don't know, countless minutes. Yeah. Across the mean streets it's of Canada. It's at least eight. And it was pouring rain. <sighs> Wind and rain howling. Our long reads editor. That's right. That's the new title. I got yes. it right. It's David Craddock, the writer of Rocket Jump, the writer of Stairway to Badass. Yes. The writer of future massive things that you are underestimating the size of oh, already. Oh, joyfully. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I could do this. This is, this is part of my creative process where I'm like, awesome, oh, this won't be that long. And you're like, Pff. and I'm like, no, really? Ooh, here's another chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, part of the pro- this is part of the creative process. I'm not one to argue with it. I just no. I, I, I just laugh when you say the original that's, estimate. That's the part you play. <laughs> I'm definitely the guy that laughs. Yes. I would you be, are the I would man be, who laughs. You know, Spider Man, the guy in the news, the that guy, whoever the fuck. I mean, oh, J- uh, Jameson. Yeah, yeah. I'm him sometimes. <laughs> I just there to kind of laugh at Spider Man <laughs> and make Peter Parker's life hell. Yeah. Okay. All right. Kind of. You are the Jonah. I think it's Jonah J. Jameson. You're the Jonah J. Jameson of Shack News. I think that's not an unfair description, <laughs> at least of me in the editorial role. Yeah. Because I am the man with the briefcase over there. So I don't that's know. That's true. I'm probably his boss, too. But And Parker is more, he's a, he's a shutterbug. So that's, if, if we're going to talk about you trolling Peter Parker, Greg is Peter Parker. Yes. 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 Greg would definitely be the Spider-Man in this situation. Yep. I don't know. Who, you're some other guy working there. Yeah. I'm, you're the guy writing the log reads for them. That's right. <laughs> to the story, I'm sure in the, in, the uncut, in, in the uncut version of the Spider-Man movie where that guy gets his lines in. I, 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 and I don't get trolled because I troll myself by writing oh, yeah. tens of thousands. Well, you, it's, it's like a George Costanza situation yes. where yes. I just sit here and get to watch George go through his torment you know it's like, <laughs> you're like right. you're like yeah hey, i'm gonna do this thing i'm like okay yeah do I'm it like, i'm gonna help you do it and i'm gonna laugh yep sit back i'm gonna and laugh, laugh like crazy when tim willis is posting on instagram <laughs> about shack news and tagging shack news. and then this whole explosion happens on twitter between all these game devs like american mcgee was tweeting carmack was tweeting of course john romero was tweeting and then i'm in there covering it <laughs> you have to cover your getting in my like, time machine it was like collateral damage yeah. for rocket jump it was it just like it was like that feature that that massive thing that yeah. we were working on yes it, behemoth. it uh there was such angst in it yeah there was that even during the process it bubbled up into the public yeah to the point where like people were covering it yep <laughs> it's like and quoting Shaq News <laughs> yeah. with two words. I know. Shaq. Oh, God. News. People. Shaq Space News. Early soapbox from Asif here. Yeah. It's capital S, lowercase. Wait, let me let me insert myself right here. Which yeah. is worse, Shaq Space News or Shaq capital N use? Which is worse? I see them both. I probably see the space more often. I don't like camel casing. No. So to me, the, the N... It's yeah. more offensive than the space. Yeah, I can see that. But they're both bad. Yeah, they're both pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, like, agreed. Agreed. I don't like either of them. I think CNBC misspelled us. When they, you remember when Palmer yeah. Lucky went viral? That's right. Um, but yeah, I think that was the most public. Yeah, I think so. Moment that that happened, and yeah. I was like, and the problem with that is the more public the typo is the more it's perpetuated yeah 
So then you have more people like, oh, have you heard of Shaq Space News or Shaq Uppercase N yeah, and News? I, it's just funny because like, the site's really old. So yeah. what are we at now? 22 years? 21? Uh, 22. Yeah. Was we're last so, year the 20th anniversary? Last year was 21st. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, right. So we're 22 Yeah, my year. first year back at E3, you were selling the 20th yeah. year t-shirts. Last year was the Lola t-shirts. Yeah. We weren't so selling is, them either. We no, we just give them away. Yeah. They went like cockheads. Yeah, this this year is twenty two. Yeah, yeah. So twenty two. Yeah, but like, what's happened is a, a ton of people grew up with the site yeah. that are now in the industry. Right. So we're well known in the games industry. Right. As Shaq News, a gaming news site. Right. But in the mainstream media, and also with young people, yeah, it's funny. I've heard people be like, "Oh, it's like a new website." I'm like, ha. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Shaq News can drink. You know, like it, it's yeah, it's it can drink. It's already been to war and back. You yeah, know, like, that's true. That's true. It's voted. <laughs> like Shaq News has done a lot. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. You know, it's had a couple of marriages that didn't work you out. You know, <laughs> that's true. Shaq News, Dad Shaq, Trump dumps. Shaq News is old. We're talking politics and babies every day. Oh my god, every day and home automation. That's right. A lot of home automation. These talk. are the the trending topics at Shaq News. I would say today it was uh, there's two Tesla threads. Oh, really? Angst about Model 3 delays Hmm. because Elon Musk being a true troll pretty much. Sure. He's giving Model S owners priority in Mm -hmm. the Model 3 ordering. Ah, but he did the same with the Roadster owners with the Model 3. So mm. it was it basically as lo- the more loyal you are, yeah. If you were the earliest customer, you get priority. So which car did you pre-order? I pre-ordered the Roadster 2.0. Okay. So I was trolling the chatty today, yeah, because I just felt like it. I need to look up this thread. And they're they're like, oh, they're giving priority to Tesla owners. <laughs> So I was like, I should just buy a Model 3 just to mess with you guys and have one before you. <laughs> you and should. There's like hundreds of people in the chat that are like, damn you, us. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. <laughs> or I can Trolls. give it away. Success. Or I can make it like a Mercury sub thing. That's true. Give it away. I'll tell you what. You know what you should do? Here's what you should do. This is just off the top of my head. I clearly have no, no dog in this fight. Uh, your editor with the highest word count... <laughs> Gets the car. What do you think? This is just, you know, I'm just throwing this out there. You think about it. You, you let me know what you think. By the way, Rocket Jump is 500 pages, but whatever. Whatever you think. I I, I don't know. But anyway, I was. I, it's something that I looked at and I was like, huh. It, it, it's a situation where I could probably get a, a Model 3 before most of the people on you Shaq News. probably could. But I, I already pre-ordered this freaking Roadster. Which comes out first? That's like, uh, in theory, I should have my Model 3 first. But honestly, I already have two cars. Yeah. I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee that's a beater, and I got my my Model S. I don't really need another car. Right. And I already bought one, and it's not going to be here till like 2020 or something. Yeah. I don't need true. like another, another car. Right. So I wouldn't do it, but it was fun. It was a funny thing. It's to a say. fun troll. Because it's like everyone there is like, damn you. Yeah. You I'm really? gonna look up this thread. How old is this thread? Is it still going? It's still an active thread. Okay, I'm gonna read it when we're done. Mala posted in it. Uh, he apparently is a pre-order. There's a lot IT of IT professionals up in that thread. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, 
I think Dan SW6 or whatever. Yeah. From over there at Google. Yeah. He he posted that he's waiting on his. It sucks because I understand what they're saying. Like, <laughs> this is the first time there's been an affordable Tesla that you can get for 35 grand. Right. 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 So it's kind of lame to give priority to the people who, who spend money like on like a hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah. You know, like yeah. or yeah, before that a hundred sixty thousand with a roadster. Yeah. The new roadster costs two hundred fifty thousand for the founders edition, which is just ridiculous and stupid. Right. And I'm an idiot for having bought that. <laughs> but I bought Shack News too, so you know. Hey, you know. You're consistent in your purchases. I guess. You know, like I, I didn't buy another website at least. That's true. That's money that I didn't buy another website with. Because <laughs> people always say, hey, you want to buy this one? No, I'm no. good. I'm going to just try to make Shack News as big as possible now. And that's yeah, focus on Shack News. What we've done with Modojo and what we're, you know, integrating Modojo into Shack and yeah. with our redesign that we're working on. Yeah. I, I and we already that. have the new direction in place. That's kind of the vanguard of the mm -hmm. new design. So. Oh, yeah. Like our editorial direction, I think, has, like, it's definitely markedly shifted. Yeah. From six months ago to now. Right. And a year ago to yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I see it in our analytics every day. I can just tell you we're doing better this month than we were a year ago mm -hmm. in February. That's awesome. We did better in January too, like very uh, in different metrics, but mm -hmm. it was kind of flat. This month it looks like we're going to be a lot higher. And yeah, you, you have to remember last year in March we uh, Zelda came out for Switch. Yeah. So that was a big month. For Switch us. Switch was kind of the the Pokemon Go of 2017 because you had the big S Switch coming out party in January, mm -hmm. and then Zelda launched. How did Mario do? Like Mario Galaxy made a big splash. Odyssey. Mario, yeah, yeah, Mario Mario uh, Mario Odyssey. Uh -huh. Mario Kart 8 DX as well. I don't know if we repurposed guides or anything for DX, but we didn't. No, because uh, uh, what we're what we found with all those DX kind of things is. Unless it's a game that's like super old, like Shadow of the Colossus or something. Yeah. It's not, yeah, you're not going to find a way to get higher on the Google search results. Okay. Because there's already Super Mario World guides. You know? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's already F Zero guides. Or there's, we yeah. should have done Star Fox 2 guides. Yeah, we could have done a Star Fox 2 guide, but that game kind of sucks. Yeah. If I'm being honest. I think the only good Star Fox game is 64. I think Star Fox 1 is very novel. I don't think it's a bad game. But Star Fox 64 is like a genuinely great game. Like, that's the one they've remastered. They brought that one to 3DS. Yeah, I know. That is like the crown jewel of the Star Fox series so far. I'll give you that. And you know what? When people ask me what 10 out of 10 is, I'll give Star Fox 64. Really? A 10 out of 10. Yeah, that game, that game might be perfect. There's no save feature, though. Who cares? Deal with it. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Fucking... Are you playing Star Fox? Old you play school. Something else? Yeah, that game was old school. That game really that, was the like SNES one too. It was a shmup. Yeah, but in a in the third dimension. Yeah, yeah. They took the shmup to third dimension. Yeah, and they were pushing the boundaries with the original Star Fox. They were. Yeah, it was cutting edge at the time. That game was. Yeah, and you know, I, to be to be honest, I kind of feel the same way about Donkey Kong Country. Like that was like it's a decent game. It checked all the boxes, but it was. A technical showpiece. Mm -hmm. Donkey Kong Country Two was the one that just really like ratcheted up the gameplay yeah. and the graphics. So like I can I can I can. Oh, get they hadn't that. had a chance to polish the Star Fox 
what they had there right you know right but they had really they stumbled onto a whole new way to play shmups yeah they did you know and it was really cool and so, for its time i think what it had that what just the hallmark of the snes was its music chip right yes the music in Star Fox was amazing for its time yeah and it it kind of it it was cinematic enough and and you know it's funny like we look back at these games and we play them now and we're like ugh, the frame rate i was a kid i didn't care no i was just like this is cool i've never seen anything like this before yeah and then as it became standard yeah you can look it back you can you can now look at a game and be like this game runs like poop compared to this game. Like Kingdom Come right now is having problems running oh, yeah. at high resolutions because it's on the CryEngine. Yeah, and yeah. CryEngine is just it eats up your P- your uh, CPU. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are struggling with that. And right. I, it, we still see it today. Right. That's my point. Like you know when companies are trying to push hardware as hard as they can to the boundaries right they tend to run into problems like that goldeneye you, you see the same thing <sighs> goldeneye that, perfect dark yeah goldeneye it feels like crap today because we have now 25 years of fps to I'll look t- back at i'll tell you what's interesting about poor performance though when you're that age and when a game is that popular it becomes kind of charming and you also harness that you harness the slowdown. It's kind of like in Mega Man games in the NES, the screen flickering and the slowdown that was actually, mm-hmm. it was almost felt like the slow motion effect could help you weave through, yeah. jump through fired enemies better. Mm-hmm. You know, you could kind of make it part of the gameplay loop. Yep. I think that's what we did. Yeah. And that's why at the time it didn't matter. But you yeah. see a lot of younger people looking at these games and you're like, yeah, of course you're going to think it sucks. Yeah. 60 fps or gtfo if you didn't go through the evolution with the hardware yeah you didn't get to understand the milestones that were being hit yeah yeah for and sure. why everyone was playing goldeneye it was the first fps on console that was worth anything yep you know and like it, that's a huge breakthrough yeah that led the way for halo that led the way for cod yep and everything else that happened from there so it's you know i don't think people when they I, I hear this phrase a lot in the games media. It doesn't hold up well. I'm like, no shit. Right. Nothing is going to hold up. Like, Tecmo Super Bowl doesn't hold up well. But guess what? I have more fun playing it than Madden. Right. I'd rather play people in Tecmo Super Bowl than Madden. Right. The only problem with Tecmo Super Bowl is I can't play people. I have to play people locally. Yeah. That's the only difference that makes Madden better than Tecmo Super Bowl. In my right. Opinion. But yeah. that game looks like poop. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not that great. It doesn't hold up well. I'm like, no, it holds up extremely well, actually, because they they laid the groundwork for so much. Yeah, and you, I think as a game historian yourself, like, oh you, yeah, you understand how to view things with context. I just think that in today's media, they don't do that. So that's the thing. <laughs> I think one thing you hit the nail on the head. One reason I like years ago tried to steer clear of reviews is because there was a point where I like like I wrote for IGN for a little while, and I was reviewing. This is during the Xbox Live Arcade era, okay. when there is a marked difference between Xbox Live Arcade games and retail games. So I I reviewed like the remake of Missile Command, the re-release of the Golden Golden Axe arcade game, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. 
And I was always told, like, we'll talk about how it holds up. I'm like, this is this is kind of a time capsule that you're opening. So as a historian, I wanted to get away from reviews. I wanted to talk about here's what these games did yeah. that are really important, that was impactful in its day, but is also important now. Yeah. And that sort of thing is really important. I'm, I'm a big believer in roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that's where I I do stand by the first Star Fox. Uh, okay, okay. I think it was a groundbreaking game that... It set the everything that came out of Star Fox sixty four was because of Star Fox. Right, Corneria is an iconic level. Yeah, and that was from the original Star Fox. Right, they had the vision then. They didn't have the tools. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to penalize them because they didn't have the tools. I commend them for having the imagination to try to implement such a broad, crazy game with the tech that they had. You know, and I understand that it goes below 10 frames a second, but I, at age 10 or 11, I didn't give a shit. Right. It was the only game that was like it. Yeah. And that's why I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10, but I do think that Star Fox 64 might be a perfect game. Okay. It's up there with Tetris then and Super Mario World. Yeah. We should start the Shaq Perfect 10. I think we do. We have yeah. three hall of fame inductees so far super mario yeah. world tetris star fox 64 yeah i think we we just call it like the shack news 10 out of 10 hall of fame or something yeah and you just induct games like you know that would retroactively. be a lot of fun yeah start giving we'll start giving 10s retroactively to games yes that yes. are good let me run this by you zelda one the first one yeah yeah i think that is an yeah, inductee 10 10. absolutely that's the reason i own shack news that game, I, I, yeah. I would never have cared about video games if it wasn't for Legend of Zelda. Right. I saw Legend of Zelda at my friend's house. We played it for two hours that night. The next day, I made my parents get me an NES. <laughs> They're like, he, he, you're not going to shut up about the NES. Right. Like I just The whole night <laughs> when we were going home, I couldn't stop talking about the NES and the Legend of Zelda. It was the first time I had played the NES. Right. And it was the first time I had seen The Legend of Zelda. And I'm like, this is it. Yeah. I'm like, whatever this is, we need this. Yeah. I'm like, we have a TV. Like, we can have this. <laughs> I was like, let's get this. Yeah. You know, I was like five. But it's like all I would talk about was the NES. Yeah. Like, I might have taken them a couple of days. But yeah. And then, yeah, it was. Cartridges were expensive back then. Oh, yeah. And Especially on Super Nintendo. Yeah. So I, I didn't get a whole lot of games. You know, so I would I would have to play. Yeah. So a Star Fox worked for me because that game loop. Yeah. I would just try to do better. It was a high score game. Right. It kept track of your high score. It was also a game that rewarded you different paths. Yeah. You could do different paths. With right. Your, you know, if you could, if you could, I think it's mission accomplished versus mission complete. Mm-hmm. I think is the differentiation they gave. Oh, that's yeah. I like that subtlety. Yeah. Um, I think that's. I think that was in the original, but it was definitely in '64. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I absolutely love that series. It's yeah, that I would give '64 a 10 out of 10. I think okay. Ozzy, Ozzy would agree. It's something we're gonna have to debate with the staff. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll talk to them about this. I yeah, this is a good idea. It'd be fun. Yeah, 10 out of 10 club. Because there's a lot of games that like deserve it. Yeah, that's it. 10 out of 10 club. The 10 out of 10 club. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to the oh, 10 out of 10. I'm excited the, about this. Yeah, welcome to yes. the 10 out of 10 club. That's right. Yeah, you're like, everyone's like, so what's a 10 out of 10 of Shaq News? This, These are the 10s. Yep. You know, and... Greg could do videos, too. Yeah. Yeah, this yep. will be good. This will be good. 
Yeah, that's wow. Good brainstorm session, Shadcast. There you go. This I, is how the magic happens. Really? And I, I think uh, the people who have been listening really do enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. Where we talk to them about what we're working on. I want to know what Bad Kitty thinks about the 10 out of 10 club. I guarantee you're going to find out on Twitter. We are. I also want her to nominate a game. To the 10 out of 10 club? Yeah. Yeah, actually, everyone is listening. Yeah. On Either on Pitch the thread. Us. Either on the thread for the, the Shack cast that goes up on the Shack News website. You know, yes. On our chatty forum. Right. Reply there with your 10 out of 10 or, you know, maybe uh, go on Twitter at Technosucks or at David L. Craddock and mm-hmm. tweet at us what you think a 10 out of 10 game is. Yep. Any platform, anytime. Yes. This is fun. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's awesome. Do it for Shaq News. Uh, let's let's talk shit about Apple real quick. Let's do. Let's do. HomePod. We talked about it last episode. It came out. Yeah. And it got really good audio reviews. Right. It's actually a very good speaker, apparently. Sure. And it competes, like, you know, Sonos, a couple other speakers are like $500. Mm-hmm. This is 350 Yeah. It's testing to have a better audio quality than a lot of those speakers. Okay. Now, as an audio assistant, it sucks because it uses Siri. Yeah. But now, the news, the news that was breaking on The Verge, I saw uh, yesterday... It's leaving white rings on wood surfaces. Coaster gate. It's coaster gate. Tim Cook needs to have everyone come to Steve Jobs Theater and apologize. He needs his please understand moment. He for does. I also want a you're holding it wrong moment. I want a you're holding it wrong moment. Because, <laughs> yeah, that, this this echoes of antenna gate for the iPhone 4. When, yeah. Uh, before the, Steve Jobs would admit that it was a design flaw. He replied to a customer email because he replied to customer emails occasionally. Yeah. He he just told a guy, you're holding it wrong. That is, so replying directly to customers is such a Steve Jobs thing to do. And that reply is such a Steve Jobs <laughs> reply. <laughs> yeah. You're holding it wrong. <laughs> you're holding it wrong. And then a week later, they had their event where everyone got a new bumper, right? Right. And then bumper antenna gate was solved. Right. So, yeah, they're leaving rings on people's wood. I don't know. You Come thought that... You would think that Johnny Ive in his design lab with all the wooden tables yeah, everywhere, he up. might have seen this. Maybe they're not even using it. <laughs> that wouldn't that be a kick. It's like, why don't you use it? It leaves rings. <laughs> I, I bet that's the inside scoop. I bet that's what Johnny. I have never used the HomePod. <laughs> he just designed it. That's right. He just did the industrial design of it. He did. He never turned it on because <laughs> they all they have are wood tables. You know, right. The Apple Store, it's wood tables. That's right. No, I bet the, I, I bet they don't even use it. Yeah. So that seems very unApple. Yeah. That's lack of attention to detail, and it also seems like a product that Steve Jobs might not have. That, so released. that's what I was going to ask: Is this un Apple or is this post Jobs Apple? Um, I don't. I I think I view Apple and Steve Jobs as separate things. Yeah, because Steve Wozniak is at the heart of Apple as much as Steve yeah. Jobs is. Agreed. And excellence in engineering is part of this HomePod. They they really did try to make something great. Yeah, I just think they failed. I think they, I think that there's someone. It, it's clear that 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 final polish 
that was needed on their products is mm-hmm. missing right now. Yeah. I think it's very clear. Yeah. And they're kind of coasting on what they had done previously. Right. Uh, I think that they fumbled with iOS multiple times since his death. And I think it's... Yeah, I think so. That's fair. It's gotten better. It's gotten worse. But the design of it's completely different. Right. Yet Scott Forstall, the guy who created most of the operating system, has left the company. Yeah. And then they handed over design of it to Johnny Ive. Right. That was a very pivotal moment, I think, in the company's history. So it goes beyond just Steve Jobs not being there. It's other people that were there that left because Steve is gone. Right. And I think that's now a problem. Yeah. That you're you need you need that guy that takes the iPod prototype and drops it in a glass of water before even listening to it and says, See all those bubbles? It's like you can remove some you can make this smaller. Yeah. He literally took their only prototype of the iPod and threw it in the wa- <laughs> threw it in water yeah. and was like, No. That's it's a great not, story. Not good enough. Yeah, that's great. You know, so it's like the, they're missing that. Right. And I think HomePod's an example of that. Yeah. But, you know, they're fine. They're the largest they company are. in the world. Yeah. And they have $200 billion. And I just don't see. I, I think we're at this. We're in. I frequently tweet it out. I say darkest timeline. But I really do feel like we're in this place where extremely large corporations are just going to get bigger and stronger. Right. And it's going to be harder for small companies to succeed. Right. That's what I think the environment that we are in, not politically, just economically, seems to be set up for. Yeah. If you look at the Trump tax code, yeah, it grossly favors corporations to individuals. Right. So it's going to benefit all of them. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But yeah, I, I uh, I think there's like a it's like a rich getting richer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some some interesting things happened in the market this week. It came back. It went up. It stopped going down. Yeah, kind of because uh, it has these spastic moments where mitigate it, the panic from last week. But really, has anything changed? No. Did Nintendo stop selling switches at any point in the last week? <laughs> no. You know? Yeah. Am I still excited for you know? god of war oh yeah i mean yeah you know like anything like there's just not gopro not gopro (laughs) not interested in gopro gopro did not i I don't know if it went up i I don't pay attention to it very much (laughs) i gotta be honest with you it's not on my watch list no nvidia had a nice bounce i did buy some shares of nvidia for some of my accounts that's right that's right um because they're just winning Mm -hmm. you know they're actually i saw some news they're larger than ibm now wow yeah I didn't really. Damn. There's a lot of companies that are larger than IBM now. I guess that's true. It's not like 1985, but no. But yeah. talk about a company that completely fumbled. Yeah. They could have dominated. Yep. And they could have bought Microsoft. They could have bought Microsoft. Yeah. For like fifty thousand dollars or something. Yeah. Talk about a complete bonehead move. Yep. You know, and it's like, look at Microsoft today, seven hundred billion dollar company. Yep. IBM's like hundred fifty or something. So, yeah, I, I think NVIDIA is going to go higher. I, I just think they dominate. I think their CEO is brilliant. I think they're focused on the right things between their uh, self-driving technology and look at their graphics processors. They're just consistently better than AMD. They right. cost more. Right. But they're consistently better. Yeah. You know, so it's like if you want the best, the 1080 Ti is the best right now. Right. You know? Now you can't find one because everyone's using them to mine for cryptocurrency. Right, right. And that speaks to another 
facet of this company. Mm-hmm. I'd rather own NVIDIA stock than a cryptocurrency because they benefit from that too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So it's like if you're going to benefit from this, and now granted the mining craze is dying down because certain new coin offerings don't use mining or are figuring out a way to move away from mining. Right. So as that happens, I'm sure there'll be less need for these GPUs. Yeah. But it was funny, man. If you went on Craigslist like two weeks ago, <laughs> you could see these like, yeah, I have 4,000 1080 uh, GPUs oh, for sale. Jeez. And they've all been used. And they're probably all overclocked yeah. and all ready to break. So don't buy any Craigslist 1080. You just beware of the 1080s and the 1080 TIs that you see popping up on Craigslist. I remember a photograph posted on Chatty. I don't know if it originated on Chatty, but I remember just like empty shelves at Fry's where 1080 TIs could be. No, oh, yeah. Be. I, I can't. I've never seen a 1080 ti like out in the wild yeah. yeah i've seen plenty of switches now you know like, oh yeah yeah it yeah. used to be switch was hard to find yeah uh even rift it was hard to find oculus rift for a while right um but yeah you still can't really find vibe i don't think they have much of a distribution setup no in retail which no. is smart because they don't have to worry about inventory management as much right i think they go direct to consumer and then they also have a microsoft store partnership yeah but yeah i don't i never see 1080 ti's just <laughs> sitting on the shelf no no that's bullish that's a good thing for a company yeah that is that you can't keep your product on the shelf you know and you're the market leader and your average selling price is higher than your competitors your margins are better and you're growing faster yeah so it's just like yeah i think nvidia is really interesting it, it was an yeah. opportunity to buy it I, I had been watching it forever yeah you talked about it for like at least i remember you talking about it for at least the past year mm-hmm. just kind of watching and, and it's dumb because i sit there and i watch a stock and it goes from like 150 to a 250 and then like dropped now from like 240 it was like 240 something it dropped to like below 220 right last week and now it's back above 240 right and it's just what I wanted to say is this market is still not good. Mm-hmm. Beware. I've raised cash in other accounts. Like I've taken some trades off in the last two days. Right. Because I still, I think volatility is here for the rest of the year. It's going to be here. It means that you're going to have movements in the market that are above average mm-hmm. moves. You know? Yeah. So we've had 1,000 points up or 500 points down. You know, like all these weird moves that have occurred in the last week. That's going to continue. I think it's because we are in an election year. Oh, yeah. And markets tend to trade volatilely in election years because it's uncertainty. The market hates uncertainty. Do you think it will worsen as we get closer to the actual elections? Yes. I think what my... I tend to make political predictions, but I only do them because I'm modeling out for my stock market predictions. Right. I think the Democrats could take one or both parts of Congress back this election. Right. In the fall. So you're going to have gridlock. You know, you're going to have a Republican president. Even if Trump gets impeached, you're going to have Pence in there. Right. And you're going to have a Democratic Congress. Right. For at least two years. Right. Right. 19 and 20. Markets love gridlock. Because you, you know what markets know? What? In a world of gridlock, nothing's going to get accomplished. Oh, yeah. So, so that's I, stability, right? I know what the rules are right. for two years. Right? 
All right. It gives you visibility. If you think about it, corporations got a 20% tax cut, right? Yeah. And that's all they wanted from Donald Trump. They don't need him anymore. Yeah. They're fine with him getting impeached. Yeah. The market won't go down if Donald Trump gets impeached. It won't. Because they know another Republican's right behind him. Right. And it's Mike Pence, who's like the most vanilla Republican in the history of the world. Yeah. Right? Like, just, he looks like, he looks like they animated a loaf of white bread. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I I won't be able to unsee that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right on. Spot on. I just, my point is this year will present buying opportunities that I think will lead into a bubble that bursts in 2020 when the presidential election occurs yeah, and the next bout of volatility happens. Okay. Cause then you're going to have what the danger is, is you're going to have inflation mm-hmm. in the next few years accompanied by a Congress that can't react to it and a president that won't work with the Congress. Right. And then inflation tends to beget foreclosures slow down in the economy margin decreases unemployment yeah so i think that because the federal reserve has historically been late to addressing inflation mm-hmm. you'll see things bubble again hmm. cryptocurrency is a perfect example of this it's a vote against the dollar right that's why it's going up <clears throat> i understand why it's going up mm-hmm. it's it's i call it nerd gold because it's like <laughs> Gold is the same thing. People yeah. are like, I'd rather own gold than dollars. I'm like, I-, I don't understand. I can't do anything with gold. Right. I think I can do some stuff with crypto, but it's too fucking volatile. Right. I don't want anything that can drop 40% in like four days. <laughs> yeah, man. This Bitcoin's been on a wild ride. Yeah. It's like the, all of them. Litecoin, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, yeah. all of them. They're all volatile as fuck. I just don't want any part of it. Right. So yeah, just own NVIDIA. Yeah, way like I they have predictable cash flows. It's actually a company, right? You know, like, they have a fiduciary <laughs> duty actually, to shareholders. Yeah, you know, they file with the SEC. There's just I, I think that there's ways to play that, but uh, yeah, I, I do think that this week was an opportunity, and there'll be more weeks like this. Yeah, this year, mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen the last of this. No, but it doesn't like even Apple. Um, it was like $150 a share last Friday mm-hmm. and it's at 173 today. Hmm. So if you bought it down there, you've already made $23 a share. That's more than 10% yeah. in a week. This is weird. It's not normal. Huge hundred hundreds of billions of dollars should not just disappear and reappear in a week. Right. That's why I say that this market is not okay. And it's, it's, there are 90% of the computers that are trading it are just plugged into the NASDAQ and plus mm. plugged into the New York Stock Exchange. They cha- they trade every few milliseconds back and forth. And they have no rules governing them. Right. So they trade on panic. When they see panic, they're like, we're going down. Everyone's like, down, 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 <laughs> down. Yeah, right. You know, and then real people see this market crashing now because the computers are freaking out and they freak out. Right. So the the sell-off intensifies. Then you have people underneath there usually that are borrowing money 
to own stocks. Right. So they get blown out of positions because they shouldn't even be in there to begin with. Right. They're borrowing money to own the stock, right? So they're using leverage. There's people who put in like $100 and they'll buy $700 worth of something with it. Mm-hmm. So brokers are willing to do that. They're basically bookies. Yeah. You know, so they're like, oh, yeah, well, we'll take your money. You know, that's fine. But that happens, that intensifies in these corrections. And that's why you saw the market. It looked like it would never go up again. Right. Four days ago. Yeah. But I think that there's this, there was a rule that was put in place after the Great Depression. Right? You know, it seemed like the uptick rule and they repealed it. And ever since then, we've experienced the most volatility we've ever done. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's here to stay. Volatility is here to stay. They've put some rules in place to stop huge cascades, but we're going to see more of that this year. Mm -hmm. So just buckle up. But if you own good stocks and you hold them for a really long time, it'll work. That's all I can say. Like it, like I, like I said, it doesn't affect how many Nintendo switches were sold last week. Right. They're still doing great. You know, they're still Nintendo's having this multi-year comeback. That story's still in place. So if you're an investor in Nintendo, even reading Game Trader or whatever, like stick with it. I'm sticking with it. Right. You know, but there's just there's fear in the market now, and it was a very happy-go-lucky market for the last year even when trump was doing terrible things last year the market would just keep going up yeah you know and it's like they love donald in the market right because they're just like oh he's giving us tax cuts he repealed uh the dodd frank act on banks mm-hmm. all the regulations put in place after the financial crisis we've been taken back away from the banks now right this is gonna end really poorly it's just not here yet because like I, I'm like, you know what we're not hearing about? Like Once I start hearing about home starts being less than expected, mm-hmm. right? New home cr- construction slowing down right. or foreclosures being up, those are the stats to start to pay attention to. We're not there yet. It's just that the market saw that, oh, this is how we're going to, this is how we will crash. Right. Like we never really fixed the problem. We just pump more money into the system. Right. Now the question is, will they pump more money into the system again? And I don't know. So it's like, I, it's it's such a... The, well, the, you kind of putting the stock market and the political scene on parallel tracks makes a lot of sense. Like, I never made that connection before. Oh, yeah. I don't think a lot of people do. Right. But I think they're, they're completely tied together. Mm-hmm. And I think that hedge funds use the market to manipulate Congress. Yeah. I think they were doing that in 2008. I think it, 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 I all, one of the things that really pisses me off about the system, there is no insider trading for congressmen. A congressman can know, hey, tomorrow we're going to bring a lawsuit, a Department of Justice lawsuit. Why, why, isn't, why is that the case? It makes no sense. There's no, insi- there's no law for insider trading if you're a congressperson. So that you can during two thousand eight, they could come out and be like, "We're not going to bail out the banks," and like they would be short the stock, right? And then they go back in, cover their short, come back out. We might bail out the banks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then drive the stock price back up. Oh, we're not going to do it again because you remember in two thousand eight. Oh was yeah, the most volatile period in our lifetime. Right. We had not seen that level of volatility for an extended period since the Great Depression, mm-hmm. and I think it scarred people. I think people are like still really afraid and that's what we saw last week is people yeah. panicking i try not to panic yeah well I, you actually understand it. you can read it it's like a language for you, you it's know? weird 
I have a lot of experience. So someone, there was a thread in chatty, like questioning my experience kind of, right. I didn't want to go into it, but I've been managing money for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually 11. This is my 11th year managing this portfolio. And the first year I managed money, the first full year was 2008 and I lost 62% of the money mm-hmm. in the first year. I'm like, wow, I fucking suck at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Granted, first year I was managing money was the biggest crash in the history of our life. Right. right? It was almost as big as the NASDAQ crash or maybe paralleled to it. So it's like, yeah, I, I kind of had a tough market to deal with. Right. My call then was not to sell Apple. That was the big call was the year that the iPhone came out. I said, I'm going to hold it through the great recession. I was like, I don't care. Apple's still the best thing to own right now. Right. I don't own any banks. You know, I had, Apple had just, we had bought Apple. I think it, current share price we owned at, we own Apple. We owned it at 60 cents, you know, and it's somewhere a lot higher now, but like we held it and I looked like a fool. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. You know, I was like, this, who's this fucking guy? Who's a CPA fresh out of like college? Right. Why does he get to manage this portfolio? And we're totally lucky, man. We put a we put a certain amount of money into Apple in 1996, and we just held it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it turned into millions of dollars. Like that's what happens if you're patient with investing. Right. Is if you find a good company and you hold on to it and you pay attention to it, so you know its business inside and out. Mm-hmm. You can hold it through whatever panics occur, whatever bubbles occur. You know, you don't have to time the market. You can just you can invest. And you look at some of the most successful investors. Warren Buffett owns stocks forever. Right. He bought Coca Cola in like the '60s, and still owns it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with American Express. He bought a ton of it. Oh wow. Yeah. So he owned a ton of American Express. And he just holds on to stuff. If you have a company that you really believe in, yeah, you can do that. Mm -hmm. And then for someone with that mindset, last week doesn't look as scary. It just looks like a stock sale. Right. It's like, hey, all these stocks that I like are on sale today. Mm -hmm. It's like a steam sale. Like, I'm going to buy some stocks. (laughs) Yeah. You just have to be ready for it. You can't be using leverage. You have to have cash on hand. You can't be... You have to have savings. Yeah. Before you take that kind of risk. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, the next year was 2009 and I, I got almost, I think I, I more than doubled my money in 2009. So my first two years is like, I lost everything or half of, I I thought, uh, I was telling my brother, I'm like, you guys, like, I shouldn't do this. Right. I'm like, I'm bad at this. He's like, you're not bad at this. He's like trying to cheer me up. Like. I'd lost, I'd lost 61% of the money in the first year. Yeah. I'm like, why would I do this again to you people? Right, right, right. But yeah, that began this weird relationship where I literally support my, my dad has retired since then. So I literally support three other people. Yeah. You know, through that company and I'm a fiduciary to them. So I, I take care of their finances and I get to make the calls, but I've been doing that since 2007. Yeah, but you had, you know, your learning curve. I've lost money. Yeah. Everyone loses money. Right. But if you, the key is if you're right one more time than you're wrong, you're still in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just about getting rid of your mistakes and keeping your winners. Right. The biggest, some of the biggest mistakes are selling winners. 
You know, like I doubled my money on Netflix, so I sold. Right. I doubled my money on NVIDIA, so I sold. And those could have been like eight or ten times gains. Right. You know, so it's just like I think turning an investment into a trade is a bigger mistake. But, yeah, I, that's why I kind of stress patience. I, try, I, I stress people doing their homework and knowing their companies. Yeah. You'll hear me talk about relative value mm. a lot. But, yeah, I, I just think that this was an opportunity, but there'll probably be more. So don't like, yeah. if you missed this one, don't feel like you're not going to get another chance. You're going to. Right. I just think this year is going to be volatile. Because the, the Republicans already got what they wanted out of Trump. Right. So I think he's at risk of being indicted, impeached, something. Yeah. And that'll be a volatile event, but that'll be a buying opportunity. And I think the Democrats winning will cause volatility. Because that election will be uncertain, so sometime in October, right? Which historically is when markets tend to crash. Anyway, that was when the great, the great, the great crash in nineteen twenty nine occurred yeah. in October. The crash in eighty seven occurred in October. So October tends to be a volatile month in election years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I just think that's that's the setup, and I'm not, I'm I'm not really afraid of much though, because like I don't. I just I I own really good companies. I only own a couple of companies. I don't own this is a couple time. of really strong. Yeah, I don't own anything and except you, for except you for know G- them. Except for GameStop, which is complete shit. Right. It's a garbage company. But you Everybody have that's hates. kind of an experiment for you though, right? Like you it's, have some It's 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 a it, it's an example of how I invest in companies. When I bought Nintendo, it looked terrible. It was a bad stock doing very poorly, you know. Yeah. And because three years in a row, they lost money yeah. during the Wii U and the 3DS era. Oh, yeah. You know? That was when I was saying, hey, this stock's cheap. Mm-hmm. You know? And everyone's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, it's, not, it's not the first time that this has happened to me. I, it, but it speaks to my investment philosophy. I see value in something. I say, hey, that's cheap relative to everything. Right. I want to hold on to that. And over time, the market will realize that that thing was cheap. The key with GameStop is if they lose money, my thesis is wrong. Mm-hmm. So far, they're making money. So my thesis is intact. They're very adaptive, which is why if I had the funds, I would probably go in on them too because they don't they don't drag their feet. Yeah. They kind of stay ahead of the curve, and I think that's really smart. It's just a, the narrative right now is anti-brick-and-mortar retail. Yeah. It's Amazon is the king. Right. Everyone else is doomed. What about Walmart? <laughs> I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting one. They're kind of weird, too. I know they want to do more. I, I Did I read this? Did I make this up? I thought I read that they are looking to expand into home delivery. Yeah. Uh, and really kind of confront Amazon on that front. Yeah. They've said that multiple times. Yeah. They've never been able to do it. It's a logistics thing. Amazon really just is better. Yeah. Uh, and they've also, they have this huge head start. Yeah, but Walmart also has a huge logistics network, and they could... The problem is, no one wants... <laughs> I don't mean to sound, like, elitist, but Yeah, no one wants Walmart employees coming to their house. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You know what I mean? Like, I was in Walmart a week ago, and I just wanted to get the fuck out of Walmart oh, I while feel I was like in that Walmart. Every time I have to go to Walmart. So it's but, like, but but as they? a stock, it, it tends to do well in recession. Yeah. So... When things go to hell in 2020, just buy some McDonald's and some Walmart, and you'll be fine. You know, and but, Nintendo? 
I don't know. By by 2020, I might have exited my Nintendo position hmm. because it is a very cyclical company. Yeah, yeah. And that will have been the fourth year Mm -hmm. for the Switch. And the Mario movie would have been out. Which they have said they'll back out of if they don't think the idea is strong. Oh, they did? They have said that, yeah. Really? Yep. So they're they're not going to go... They're not all in on it. They're going to give the studio a chance. But the the studio, studio basically entered into a contract to pitch Nintendo. If Nintendo says okay, then the movie gets made. But Nintendo said they will can that thing if they don't think it's strong. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. That's awesome. I'm completely serious. So I saw that Miyamoto was co-producing it. So I thought that was how they were going to well, get Well, so they've got like a finger on the pulse of it. But I imagine if he if he would see it going south at any point. Yes, this this is real. This is wow. real. Yeah. That's a... Uh, and I wonder, here's the thing. I wonder if they would take that stance if this was any other property or if it's because it's Mario, it is their flagship, and that first Mario movie was a disaster. <laughs> it's, it's because it's a virtual boy situation. It's because <laughs> that first Mario movie is the worst thing to ever happen to Nintendo. Yeah, that's true. It, it was like they had they had tipped. Yeah. And they're afraid of doing that. They don't want to they don't want another virtual boy on their hands. They don't yeah. want another Super Mario Bros. in the movie on their hands. Or Wii this U? Thing, was it that? bad do you think that they would think we don't want another wii u wii u i can i would compare that to gamecube okay yeah that's a better comparison yeah i could see that wii u is like gamecube yeah where it's just they did something different yeah you know and because they couldn't play dvds because they they just made so many choices that were so proprietary in nintendo that's the thing i would define it as something the same but different yeah like gamecube could play a lot of the same games from the ps2 and xbox era but it was also limited in funny ways because the online was basically not there well wasn't it the ps2 sold well because it was a dvd player yes Yes, and uh, you could play DVDs in the Xbox as well. You just needed that damn remote. You actually yeah. had to have the remote. But Originally, then, like, that was what but that was, was moving it, yeah. both of those. Yeah. For, that was the argument. That's why Nintendo struggled with right. those sales. Right, okay. Um, I would say. Yeah. They chose a completely different format. Yeah. Um, which they've done once again. <laughs> like This time it's worked, though. Because of, of the internet. Because of the internet, yeah, it's interesting too. Because they kind of they're looking forward by looking, or they're going forward by looking back. Like, yeah, if you buy physical copies of Switch games, you're buying cartridges. Yep, basically because te- cartridge technology has changed to the point where they're affordable and they're also pretty good storage medium. Yeah, but they've been holding back this 32 and the 64 gig ones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, intentionally. Yeah, and I think we would have seen an Overwatch for Switch if they had the 64 gig cart. I really do. I think that's. I think there's some challenges to being uh, a larger PC kind of game. Yeah, like you could figure out the textures. You could make Doom. Do, did, Doom yeah. has proven. Yeah, you can get your game onto Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that certain companies like Assassin's Creed, you know, certain franchises, I should say. Yeah, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, you know, Madden, even they're holding off. Because they tend to be bigger games. Why do you think EA put out Live and FIFA on Switch, but not Madden? They put out NBA Live on Switch. Or am I making that? No, maybe I'm thinking I'm. I think I'm. I'm thinking of 2K. Yeah, they but put out FIFA. On they Switch. put out FIFA because FIFA is 
the one thing keeping EA in the green right now. Yeah. FIFA is the only reason they're doing well. They pooped themselves in Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, yeah. And Battlefront 2 last year. Yeah. Two duds. One of them had to have been a home run. You needed to hit a home run with Star Wars, and you didn't. And they didn't. And now there's a rumor that Disney is shopping Star Wars to Activision. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. That's a rumor. I do you feel like they're pinning a lot on Anthem? Yeah. Yeah. I think Bioware. I think that could be make or break for Bioware. Bioware's whole existence hinges on Anthem not sucking. That's and they had to delay it. Yeah. It's twenty nineteen now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that totally sucks. Yeah. I, I I'm excited for that game. Actually, it was pretty interested. We saw a preview, the first the reveal at E3. I think mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested in it. You put a jetpack in a game. Yeah. I'm instantly intrigued. And that game that kind of that game kind of defies my usual standard. I'm not really into photorealistic graphics because I feel like I see that everywhere. Mm-hmm. But that game, photorealistic, it and it looks really lush and vibrant. Yeah. And just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I, I I want Anthem to be good. Yeah. Uh, you know, another game with jetpacks that we haven't talked about in a while. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? No. Well, that, yes, <laughs> but no. Um, Lawbreakers. Okay. I was just on the chatty, as I tend to be. Right. I think it was on the weekend. And someone was like, which one of you two shackers was playing Lawbreakers on PC? And he posted a screen cap of Steam... Mm-hmm. Uh, concurrent and there were two people playing lawbreakers on pc two people two people and i think the average is like seven jeez it's dead yeah it's dead jim yeah. i've seen uh i i've seen some like uh community managers that were on lawbreakers that have like removed their really they don't work at lawbreakers anymore or anything like this boss key yeah yeah people are leaving boss key Still no word from... Cliff is being weird. He's talking about uh, laxatives on Valentine's Day. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's he's going kind of trolly. But he always has been a troll. So it's not That's really... That's true. He says so on his Twitter profile, so... Yeah. So yeah. it's not that surprising. No. Uh, heard Greg might have an interview with him. Really? Yeah. He's going to freaking Croatia for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think to ask you if you wanted to go to Croatia. No. I was like, I'm not going to ask you to go to Croatia. I asked two people to go. Greg and? I asked Ozzy first. Oh, okay. I was just curious. I was like, Ozzy, you wouldn't want to go to Croatia, would you? (laughs) And he's like, no. That'd be one hell of a flight delay. Ozzy does not have (laughs) the best luck with flight itineraries. He would take four days to get to Croatia based on the Ozzy Mejia schedule of delays. That is the truth. I don't know. It doesn't matter what airport he takes. Nope, he's cursed. Delays, man. Yeah, so Greg originally didn't want to go because who the fuck wants to go to Croatia? Yeah. But then his wife was like, oh my God, I want to go to Croatia. And they're willing to fly him and his wife to Croatia and put them up in a hotel. Who's they? Bosky? Uh, I believe there's a, it's a, I don't know what company would be sponsoring us there, Yeah, but it's a developers conference. It's like the largest dev, it's like the largest developers conference in that part of Europe. 
Oh, okay. Hmm. It's actually a pretty big conference. I can't remember the name right now. It's foreign. When would he do that? Huh? When when is that happening? April. Huh. So you could feed him some questions for Cliffy B. Yeah, that's true. We could both do that. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's how we got the Palmer Lucky quote, by the way. Greg asked Palmer a question I wrote. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the magic of Shaq News right okay. there. Okay. But yeah, we can feed Greg questions. Greg's a question machine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, here, input, output. Yep. He remembered to get Shaq to say do it for Shaq News at least. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did you see the news? The Shaq News? Yes, yes. Shaq Fu. A legend it? reborn. A legend reborn. Yes. Which Here's uh, a funny part of this. I don't know if that subtitle's true. <laughs> <laughs> the game is free if you bought NBA Playgrounds for Switch before June 10th really that can't be good no no it's Sha- no it can't be good it's shack foo it's gonna be really bad but we're gonna review the hell out of it yeah. we will capture the whole game we yes. will cover that game so hard i'm i'm in. you're gonna think we are an elite games website that was invited to some fancy preview event <laughs> but it's gonna just be us talking about shack foo okay because we have to cover Shaq News better than anyone else. For sure. That's our goal. It's Shaq Fu News. Yeah. Oh, pooper. It's been an eternal battle this whole episode with her. Yeah. I have not made it easy. No, she's she's a good girl, though. But yeah, I thought that was... I was, I was I'm happy to hear it's going to be on Switch. Yeah. Because there was no way in hell I was going to buy it for any other system. No. Like, you're gonna buy it for switch i will buy it. i hope maybe i'll run the review okay maybe it'll be the one review that i write this year okay you know a game that we haven't reviewed yet i just haven't even brought it up because like i, I know but i already called resident evil 2 so no oh no one's reviewed PUBG. well not even chris not even chris well and he would he, probably because he would give it a 10 that's he would try he would try yeah he would try to give it a 10 and i'd be like no and then he'd get all mad i think he's i think he's more objective than that. I, pr- I think he'd probably shoot for like a nine it's a nine it's a solid nine yeah at this point but there was a thread today that just made me think of it there's there's you know i watch the chatty a lot yeah 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 um there's a bunch of converts moving over to fortnite oh yeah so so it was freaky nipples vectors freaky nipple 69 you know nick demucci yeah from demons with shotguns yeah you guys should buy demons with shotguns by the way it's a great local quote uh, couch local co-op game yeah. and it's fun it's got a good shotgun and it's got good jump mechanics you guys should get it yeah if you haven't already what are you doing come on i know let's do it for shag news anyway he said he likes fortnite more than PUBG. And he's a big PUBG player. He was a huge PUBG player. Yeah. He's the guy who's like, you're an idiot if you don't think PUBG's game of the year. Now he's playing Fortnite. You know, I think the big key is Fortnite Battle Royale is free. Oh, yeah, that's true. PUBG costs money. That's one thing going against PUBG. The second thing going against PUBG right now, cheaters. Cheating. Yeah, it's terrible. The third thing going against PUBG is... PC version now 1.0 has gotten pretty clean, but the console version is complete poop. Yeah, that's I. There is no way that was game of the year for me. Cheating was the big thing. Yeah, and it's still a problem. Yeah, they banned like I think it's almost three million people now that they've banned from the game. Yeah, the the apologists say, well, I've you know you'll never run into it except people do. I I don't think I have, but I don't play it enough. 
the fact that it exists and it is big enough to to spur all this conversation is a problem though oh you know? and the fact that they're going at it really hard yeah to fix it right no there's a problem yeah and Fortnite is benefiting from it yeah but uh got that that epic bank account it's just funny though because epic sat there and let them make this game on their engine and then just looked at it and were like huh we got this game Fortnite. we could just make it PUBG. Dude, they've been waiting to do that for years that's what people did to them with horde mode yeah it's no i know it's just funny that it is it's the opposite yeah <laughs> they're like huh we could just make Fortnite that yeah and boom i like how Fortnite has kind of become the battle royale game yeah like that's how people play Fortnite. yeah it's not it's not a it's not a game that's like what the game originally was yeah just kind of tower defensey mm-hmm. you know this is like it has elements of that still right the crafting is yeah. kind of there right but it's a battle royale right and it's the way i watch people stream it it's definitely that's how it's the it battle royale game yeah i still think PUBG because i don't know i have a badass graphics card and an ultra wide monitor what are you running i got a 1080 ti okay and i7 uh i think it's 4700 or 7700 chips i don't know whatever it is one of those one of those nice i7s yeah and uh all ssd m2 ssd for my os and i got ssd for every i think i have six terabytes of ssd and i have 64 gigs of ram oh <laughs> 64 gigs of ram yeah yeah it's a fucking beast yeah you're so not like gonna need that upgrade anytime soon pub runs great on my computer right so i get to see the most beautiful version of PUBG. right and it's a great looking game actually yeah it has definite detail that fortnite does not have fortnite's like cartoony right Fortnite's like Overwatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It you is, know? yeah. In art style. Right. And this is more the Battlefield. Right. You know? Yeah. And Battlefield's never been like the prettiest game, but it looks good sometimes. Yeah. Like Battlefield 1 looks really good. Yeah. Battlefield 4 was okay at times, but uh, in at different times in the Battlefield history, DICE has shown off really good games. Right. But I think he was more inspired by that art style, and it's a realistic game. And to me, that's what makes it exciting, is why why I feel so immersed when I'm playing it, is you really do feel, holy crap, I'm like one of eight people left. And yeah. This blue circle's enclosing on me, and it yeah. just feels more real. You're landing on these real places, like real terrain. There's no crafting of shit. Like, I just right, think- right, right. I still think it's the most pure battle royale. So I'm I'm not shifting over to Fortnite is better than PUBG. Mm-hmm. I will readily admit that I don't play PUBG as much because of the cheating and because my friends aren't playing it as much. Yeah. But for me, it's like I'm ready to play Sea of Thieves for hours. I am too. I'm really excited about that beta this weekend. Yep. It's a scale test. Yeah. So they're saying expect a lot of problems. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> as long as, because when it works, Just it's like my favorite out these game. Winkles, yeah. It's like it's my favorite game when it works. That's all I can say. It's like yeah. I can't wait for it, but 
when are you going to put out this piece of games journalism you've been working on, though? I want to read this thing. I was thinking maybe tomorrow. Really? I don't know. Or I, I'm, Should I do it before or after this? I mean, I think if you want to, like... I think there's probably momentum going into this weekend yeah. for the stress test, so probably tomorrow. Yeah, I'm thinking it needs to be done tomorrow. Yeah. But it's close. I haven't... I've just been compiling pictures yeah as evidence that visual evidence yeah, yeah. did you, you saw my side-by-side -side comparison of oh barrels? yeah 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 so it's it's starting to really pile up when you look at the trees right you look at the barrels you look at captain you look at captain k rule yeah who then was king k rule in right. 64 right well he was king k rule in donkey Kong country one yeah captain in two i don't remember what he was in three yeah but was he king again i think in he was king in 64, 64. okay and just 64, man, Donkey Kong's running around with a gun anyway. Yeah. That game was pretty wild. He's running around with a gun. Right. So, like, he was already running around with a gun. Right. He's already been on pirate ships. Yep. He's already shooting himself through barrel cannons. And he loves bananas. Yeah. This could have been a Donkey Kong game. Could have been a Donkey Kong game. Yeah, so now... Yeah, that's something that is, it'll just come out of me all at once. <laughs> you know, like, you know. Sometimes when you sit down to write something, it's just like all at once here done. Yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't write magnus like I don't write these like fucking. I don't know. Like yeah, mega features. Yeah, like, I write like crazy little tinfoil hat features. Dude, those are fun though. Like, what if Mario was a was living in a VR hologram? Right. In Odyssey, he's not. It's something different, but yeah. it's also cool. Right. Um, I have completely fallen off of that game, by the way. Really? It's all Celeste. That's all I'm trying to beat. Not even Zelda. No. Not going back to Zelda. No. Just Celeste. Because I already saved her. Huh. I, don't, I don't feel the anxiety that I did. Yeah, me neither. I know, because you're a terrible person. <laughs> we already talked about this. You still haven't beat that game, and it's an atrocity. No, I still haven't it. beaten it. Have you played it? uh no because actually when i play my switch i'm playing celeste right yeah it's like the whole time it, i i've been playing polybridge and celeste yeah and polybridge is like i'm stuck on the same level <laughs> i i feel like horrible that's a game that i really should stream because it'd be like watching me do city skylines like people just enjoy watching me fail right uh but yeah polybridge is fun uh that's like my winding down game and then i played a game of rocket league on uh switch a couple days ago just because i felt like it mm -hmm. uh it's gonna be one of the games at extra life united so, oh cool so i'm like that's probably my best chance yeah yeah that, that is you know but i there last year they had a rocket league pro as one of the people in the tournament right so i'm like you're gonna get wrecked like, <laughs> right and there's like other esports people there so it's it's tough it's not just streamers there's there's streamers there's journalists and there's like esports people it's, it's whoever gets involved with extra life you can have a twitch channel and do whatever you know right so no it's cool to go to but i'm i want to win money for our our charity right and last year i think i made like 250 bucks but if i do well i can make like around 11 like greg or i can make around 11 grand for him oh wow if we win the thing yeah so we want to win the thing that'd be cool if you can get to the finals man it's so gnarly they do like all these different games from all over the place to get really? emulators in there. They do all sorts of crazy stuff. Like there's like a, the final 16 is this crazy marathon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's like games you've never heard of or wouldn't even have thought of playing. And 
from all over the place Japanese games. It's just fun. I love. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So the the finals of Extra Life United were really fun to watch, but I'm like, God, I want to. I'm you want to win? Yeah. I'm competitive, <laughs> but also I'm I'm 37 now. Right. I I'm way past my prime <laughs> when it comes to competitive gaming. Uh, so yeah, I have no, no, no doubt that there's better gamers that will be at this event than me, but I do want to make the top 16. That would right. be cool. Or I'd be happy for Greg if he could make the top 16. Is Greg good? Yeah. I mean, it depends what, you know, like fighting games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can be pretty good. Um, the Rocket League. It, that's only one game. Okay. Okay. There's other games there. I can't remember okay. the other ones, but I I fixated on Rocket League because I'm like that's my chance. That's your chance. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's no, he's not. Okay. I don't even know if he's played it. But fighting games. Hmm. I don't know if Greg has played Rocket League. Really? He must have. Has he played Doom? Yeah, he beat Doom. Okay. That was like the one game he beat in 2016. I made him because mm-hmm. he was like. He was in the camp that might have fucked us over. That was like, Doom might not be game of the year, Asif. I'm like, you don't fucking know what you're talking about. Right. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, have you played it? He's like, no. I'm like, fucking play it. And then tell me it's not game of the year. (laughs) And then like, there are people on our staff who like, I played Doom while listening to podcasts. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking lose my shit right now. (laughs) Like, how are you going to say this game isn't game of the year? And you didn't hear it. Right, you have Once. to hear it. Yep. You didn't listen to it? You didn't hear it? That game is... All, that immersion that occurs from yeah. the soundtrack of that game is... Agreed. Next level. Yep. By the way, Panic Button is updating Doom on Switch to really? fix that glitch for Michael. Michael Wang has been complaining Still about this audio. doing it for Sa- Shaq News. Yep. So they, they take their Do It For Shaq News award very seriously at Panic Button. Yeah. And they're doing it for Shaq News. They're doing it for Michael Wang. Excellent. They're gonna, they're gonna fix it. Excellent. And I don't I don't know. Bethesda's gonna pay for it. <laughs> I don't know who's gonna pay That's, for it. I mean, I uh, probably. Yeah, right. Bethesda's been really good about supporting the Switch. They have. I think we get Wolfenstein in the next few months, right? Yeah, I think so. That would be. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't know. They should pull a Bayonetta. I know Bayonetta one launched with two on Switch or Wii U, but they should pull a, a bayonetta take a page out of their playbook and launch wolfenstein the new order yep and wolfenstein too yeah get both games on that system i think they could yeah i just think they're they're prioritizing the new colossus oh yeah 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 i know that's not gonna happen anytime soon but man that'd be cool it's a good way to monetize the game though yeah because they already ha- the game's already done right you just gotta port it panic button has shown that they can do that with the the id tech engine right so it's yeah they'll they'll do it i don't know if they're gonna win the do it for shack news award i don't know who the early on in this year it's pretty early yeah yeah, it's too early to call anything like that but the games that i'm just like i've been wowed by are celeste and thieves yeah so yeah what what are you looking for you haven't gotten to play sea of thieves you know no I'm and, looking forward to trying it this weekend. Because you're someone who actually doesn't like multiplayer games. You know, Bad Kitty had mentioned she's not into it either. Right. Um, but this is different. I'm looking forward to the experience. I get I get really excited about games that go all in on theme. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the fact that you can 
drink ale or whatever on the ship and get drunk and and play songs and play songs while being shot out of a cannon yep and the fact that so one thing i loved about dead space that's kind of been on my mind because dead space one is the free origin game right now the on the house game mm-hmm. uh and one thing i loved about that was uh they kind of integrated the ai or not the ai but the ui into the character and view so you didn't have a bunch of menus all over the screen mm-hmm. i like that see if thieves does that instead of like some compass just on the ground you actually have to take out a compass to look yeah in your direction like that sort of thing sounds really cool to me yeah no i think they're they took things out and that's what's going to make it special yeah um uh, now i'm i'm really excited to play more of that it's yeah, it could be game of the year for me. I don't know. It's hard. Celeste, I mean, I love 2D platformers. That's probably my front runner so far. They're one and two. I mean, sea of Thieves isn't even out yet, so Celeste is my one. Yeah. Uh, what a great game. Yep. God, I love it. You know what's really... And I'll say it again. I'm going to sound like a broken record. Der-der. I love the music in Celeste. Yeah, the music is great. It's so good. Yeah. It's so retro. It's so ambient at times. The scenes are like, God, I care about this character. Yeah. It's such a, it's a minimal story, but man, are you rooting for your character? You really form like a bond with her, you know, and you're like, damn, they're doing this with pixels. You know, it's it, it's just polished enough in areas where it makes you forget that it's a side-scrolling pixel game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it's and it's still detailed. It's not like it's you know. I think people they looked at Shovel Knight's art style and they said, "Oh, this isn't that innovative." Right. But what they didn't realize was, was the gameplay was excellent. Right. And they had recreated what I thought was kind of like the Ducktales platformer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was like half Mega Man, half DuckTales. Right. Celeste to me is like Ninja Gaiden mixed with Solomon's Key and then like a little bit of Ori. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's Dash concept feels familiar, refined. But yeah, there's something there that's evocative of a retro yeah. game. Yeah. It, yeah. What they're doing with the Dash i think wasn't possible with the old school platformers right the continuity across different screens i don't Mm -hmm. know if you've encountered this you saw that tweet i sent out yeah i did yeah where i had to go all the way down to find this one bubble that would shoot me all the way up Mm -hmm. things like that i'm like i don't think they would have done that on an 8-bit game i also think the multi-directional nature of it where you can go up down left or right from any screen in celeste that wasn't really the case in a lot of platformers. Mario was left to right. Yeah. You know, and like it was because of the, the hardware limitations, the software limitations at the time. So I think that people try to write it off as not that innovative. Right. I don't think they're looking at the level design right. No, I don't think so either. I think the level design's like super intricate and innovative and, and brilliant. And the game just comes together really well from a lot of different areas. Yeah. We're we're still gushing over this game you know a month after release yeah and i'm still playing it and it's still very challenging how so where are you in it i have about i think 30 some strawberries okay and so i don't remember the name of the area but it's definitely the difficulty it's funny one thing i've noticed about that game is the difficulty seems to ramp up quickly but 
never to a degree that you can't handle. Yeah. Yeah, because the challenges, they're intricate, but you feel like you're equipped to, to handle them and you feel great when you do. They're puzzle-like. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes if you're in a puzzle game and you're in the wrong frame of mind, it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. You're just going to fail. Yeah. So that's a game where I'll put it down and I'll be like, the fucking area. I, I, I've even posted like screen caps. Yeah. Like I was stuck here. Mm-hmm. And then like I get past it and you're right. You feel this level of accomplishment is never too hard, but it's just hard enough where it's extremely challenging. Right. But when you succeed, you're like, duh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, there's sometimes you're a like, good feeling, you know, like you're like, Oh, I should have done that like 30 minutes ago. Right. I, I'm being ruthless with my deaths. I don't care. I'm just going, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'm, I will post my final death count when I win the game and it'll be hilarious. <laughs> it'll be like the highest you've ever seen. Cause yeah. I just, there'll be times where I'm like, I'm going to get that stupid strawberry yeah. and I'll die. Like, I love going for the strawberries. They're just like there. The strawberries for me are as appealing as the star coins in the new super Mario game. That was an interesting thing. See what I loved about that was it was kind of how Nintendo tried to play to two masters. Like new super Mario games kind of caught some flack for not being as challenging as like super Mario world. Yeah. But the games, the, the levels themselves were accessible for mainstream players. The star coins is where the challenge came in. Mm-hmm. I feel like Celeste is kind of like that. The levels themselves are challenging, but going after the strawberries, that is the, well, the one that really, you realize now there's B sides and C sides. Yeah. The levels. Yeah. So this gets way harder. That's what I've heard. Is that it gets way harder once you actually beat the game. Yeah. And you have to go back for B-sides. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's the sort of thing that appeals to me. Like, I'm, oh, I'm no, interested I, in that. Oh, no, I'll be playing this game all year. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't put it down. I put Mario down. I'm done. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think I'm ever going to get to the 999. That's A lot just, of those sound like chores anyway. They are. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's this one that's like... Here's a puzzle of Mario, and you have to put his mustache back, and like, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do this. No thanks. <laughs> like, I, it was one of those rocket ship ones. Yeah. So I was excited because you throw your hat on the rocket, it shoots you into a different yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man, it's gonna be some awesome platform. And I get there, and I'm like, it's a fucking puzzle. Like literally, like put Mario's eyebrows back where yeah, they were. I'm no, like, no I'm like, I don't want to do this. I didn't ask for this, Nintendo. No thanks. So it's like it's too much. Yeah. They gave me too much Mario. Yeah. But I got to the point where I'm like, yeah, this game's great. I, I, I feel like I need to keep going to the dark side of the moon. Yeah. I do feel like I need to do that because I, I think there is more. But it's it's starting to feel like a chore. Mm-hmm. So I And Celeste doesn't. No. I feel like I'm unwinding. Yeah. Early on with Mario, I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I got over 370, uh, you know, moons. But yeah. another 600, and I yeah. don't have the time for it. Right. But I, it's good. It's it was definitely my number two game of the year. But I'm I'm surprised how I fell off so quickly. Right. Because before Celeste, I was playing it. Yeah. So maybe if I beat Celeste, and you go back. Yeah. Because I do ends, like, because yeah. there's certain things like, I really like Mario platforming. Like I like, I'm at the part now where the game is really showing off some bonus kind of content to me, and it's fun. Like I liked, 
I always describe it like the my favorite Mario 3D platforming is from Sunshine. Mine too. And it's the secret levels yep. with the Mario acapella singing. They take away the flood pack. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My favorite part of Sunshine is the part where you don't have the flood pack. Just old school platforming. But some of the best level design. Yep. So they have that. There's elements of that. And, it, and it's actually kind of similar. You can't use Cappy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So there's, that. there's some stuff like that where you, you can't use Cappy. Yeah. So I like those kinds of challenges. Um, I like stuff like that. So I don't know. Maybe I'll come back to it, but I'm probably more likely. I've hovered over Zelda. Yeah. A couple times in the last week. I have not hovered over Mario. Right. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hit a, I didn't start up Zelda. I thought about it. But I was like, no, not yet. Zelda is a game that, you know what? I'm going to start playing on flights. It yeah. could be, it could be great on flights. Yeah. You get lost in Hyrule and by the time you realize, oh, I landed. Yep. You know, like I think it could be a good playing game for me. I think so. I think so. That could be your new balls. Yeah. Oh my God. How's that game going by the way? <sighs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> I'm still playing. Yeah. I figured this game won't end. I got. Uh, let me look up my score, so I can give you an actual update of where I am. Okay. But yeah, this was the worst decision I've ever made. <laughs> Never cheat in balls. Right. It'll ruin it. It's the worst. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm at twelve hundred five. Dude, you. We need a new please stop article. Please stop. Yeah. Balls. Balls. <laughs> seriously uh, maybe i will maybe that is the that'd stop. be funny please stop i need to stop playing this game yeah this is beyond wwe supercard levels it takes forever for one turn right it's 1205 balls have to go up and down before <laughs> i'll literally like be like in the bathroom brushing my teeth i'll play i'll i'll do one turn of balls and by the time it's done i've already finished brushing my teeth you know it's like it yeah. takes forever the game loop's getting too long yeah for one turn it just keeps going. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a vicious cycle, man. I could be playing this at E3 for all we know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'll ever stop playing balls. And it, it's this game of balls. This specific game. This is my last game of balls I will ever play. That's what you've said. It just keeps going. Yeah. It's like it heard me. It's like, oh, really? Well, then you're never going to lose. <laughs> and it's like, because you cheat anyway. Right. If you cheat, you can win. You have found balls hell. It's like infinite balls hell. Yep. That infinite balls hell is where balls cheaters go. That is where balls cheaters go. So I just want people to learn from my mistake. I'm walking my path. I, I, I'm living with my decisions. <sighs> yeah, you are. You don't have to cheat at balls. No. You don't, don't cheat at balls. No. Don't do it. It'll ruin the game and you'll end up playing it forever. And it's like stupid. <laughs> It is. It's That's a dumb. great quote. That's it, a great quote. It's stupid. <laughs> like you're like I sit there and it's a it's those times where you don't you don't have your switch or you're not, you know, like there's there's just times throughout the day where you can easily play balls. Right. You know, and I do. And it, there's times now though where I'll be playing it. I'll be sitting right over there, right, you know, with my TV on or whatever, and I, I start playing balls, and I'm like, God damn it, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I should be doing something else with my life. I love game. that you have this monster rig 
of a gaming PC and you're like, oh, look at balls. <laughs> Still playing this game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I have Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yeah. I have it installed. Haven't played it. Haven't fired it up. No. Because the night that I installed it, I was all excited about playing, but it didn't unlock until like three in the morning. Right. So I screw it. And then I just haven't had time. Yeah. Maybe this weekend. Yeah. I'm hearing that when it runs, it runs well. But Sea of Thieves. Different games. I know, but like you can only play Sea of Thieves this weekend for a while. I know. But wait, there's free Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Lunar New Year, free free Overwatch, everybody. I know what you'll be playing. Yeah, are you going to play some Overwatch this weekend with me? No. No, me neither. No. Did, did you ever play Overwatch? Uh, no, I haven't. I have no interest in it. Multiplayer. You like, never played it? No. no. Really? Nope. Okay, I played it because you know me. I had to try everything. Yeah. But, yeah, no. It's not for me either, but I see its merits. I mean, I have nothing against the game. Like, I don't dislike it. It's just it's a multiplayer only thing. My thing is, like, these days, like you, I have so limited time that I'm not going to... I've played games long enough that I know how I'll come out of... How I'll come out feeling about something. Yeah. And I'm sure... Like, I love Blizzard stuff. I'm sure Overwatch is a is a well-made game. I'm sure it's a Blizzard game. It's just not for me. You know, when I was over at my desktop working... Mm-hmm. I noticed an icon on my desktop and I was like sad. StarCraft 1 HD remaster. Dude, you got to fire that Have up. Have you play- fired it up? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Are you just playing through the campaign? Yeah, I'm just going through the campaign. I do some I do some versus AI too. I love playing on the Lost Temple map. Yeah. Four way free for all on Lost Temple. It has online play? Yep. Dude, we should try to play each other. We should. That'd be fun. Okay. Let's stream that. Okay. We'll play each other. Yeah. I need to play that game to get my bearings. Yep. It's been... I'll Zergling rush you. It'll be great. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) You're Zerg, right? I play random. I'm kind of a badass at StarCraft. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm random. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm going to get wrecked. (laughs) Just don't be Zerg. Random. (sighs) I'll have to be Zerg then. Shit. I used to be... I remember when I flipped. I used to. I remember when I flipped from Terran to Zerg. I just oh, got yeah? so fucking sick of getting Zerg rushed. I was like, "Fine, I'll do it too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that Zergling rush is uh, is a beast. It really is. Terrans just don't build up fast enough. Protoss can handle Zerg rushes. Terrans can do all sorts of sneaky stuff. Like yeah. if you want to be a real dick, if you're playing on like Challenger, some one v one map where you know where they are. Mm-hmm. You build a barracks, you fly it over, you camp it outside of the base, you crank yeah. out Marines, you know. Oh, yeah, you can flank. Yeah. That's why I like Terran so much, is it appeals to, like, my military to strategy, like, the stuff that I like. Right. You know, I like Gears. I like games where you're a little more strategic with yeah. flanking. And yep. So Terrans appeal to me in that sense. Mm-hmm. But Zergs just have the fucking Zerg rush. Yep. And I... I don't know. I, I was never much of a Protoss player. I love the Protoss, yeah. They're good. Yeah. I But it wasn't... That was not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. I'd say I was strongest with Terran, and then I turned to the dark side and was like, fuck it, I'll be Zerg too. Live for the swarm. Yeah, because they were just... Yeah. They're too... I, they're almost... I think you could say they're OP. So... A little. Yeah. So, uh, especially bit. in Brood War, mm-hmm. I would roll in with Hydralisks, uh lurkers mm-hmm. 
and then the guardians and just rain death yep it's great it's great yep I was, the, I was the guy getting wrecked. Uh, so my, you know, I, I'm writing this series of books about Blizzard. Yeah. Focus on Diablo, but I go into Blizzard Entertainment stuff too. And my gateway to them was I had an uncle who worked at the company. Mm-hmm. I played, I was in all of their friends and family betas from Diablo through WoW. Oh, okay. So we were playing StarCraft like super early on when uh, it was just, there's during that beta, like each side was OP. Mm-hmm. And that beta went a long time. So you'd see there were strategies that just rose and fall. It was really fun to watch. Yep. I love StarCraft. Mm-hmm. I love that game. Yeah. It's a game that I installed and I haven't played yet. Yeah, you got to play that. That makes me sad. Yeah. I looked at it and I was like, damn. I was like, I totally remember when it came out. I download, I like pre-downloaded it and bought it. And yep. I was like, I'm going to play this game. Yeah. And then like, no, I, I was a huge StarCraft fan. Yeah. Like, I, for me, my favorite Blizzard RTS was Warcraft 2. Yeah. By far. Just, I thought it was just pure fun. Yeah. And we had a LAN in my high school, so we used to play it oh, on LAN. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So I literally pulled cable in my high school so that we could have LAN in our dorms. But yeah, like we played a shitload of bl- we played Warcraft two and Starcraft one. Mm-hmm. Those are like our two RTS games. Yeah, and then we played a shit ton of Duke three D. Oh man, that'd be fun. Yeah, dude, we did that in our computer lab. It was um, we didn't play Duke. We played Rise of the Triad. No, Quake three. Okay, and Half Life. Okay, a lot of Half Life. Oh, and Unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we played Unreal. It, it was more just what we were feeling that day. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. We found this map. It was a custom map for Duke 3D called D House. Okay. And we just played the hell out of it. Yeah. They thought it was the best level. <laughs> it had. What I found out later was that two of my friends had modded the map mm-hmm. and made a room. That was full of ammo and rocket launchers and jetpacks. <laughs> and they only knew about it. Oh, snap. So they were always wrecking us, always had rocket launchers. And do that feeling in FPS is so frustrating because you're like, where are they getting the rocket launcher? Yep. Because there's only one, there was only one on the map. Yeah. And suddenly there would be two guys with a rocket launcher like early on in the game. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I remember like it took us years. Like two years in, someone discovered it, and oh man, <laughs> we were so fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, blame you. Yeah, so that was that was funny because there's a version of D House somewhere out there with my friend's modded room. <laughs> so that, yeah, we used to play that game like religiously. That was our that was my favorite multiplayer shooter. Yeah, even in an era with Quake and Quake Two and Unreal, we were still playing Duke. Uh, just because I you. thought the LAN experience was more fun with Duke. Yeah. Um, the Quake was about going online. Right. So we would have two people, and we'd get into a server together, and we'd just wreck. You know? Duke's maps, overall, I think, definitely felt more suited to LAN-sized yeah. sessions. Yeah. You know? It was, it was eight people, or like six people. Yeah. You know? And we'd have a good time. But yeah. yeah. And before that, it was Doom and Doom 2. Oh, of course. You know, but... Those were the three that we really, I don't know, we, we we became really attached to Duke. Yeah. And it was, we would still play Unreal. It's just not everyone had Unreal. That was the other thing. These games cost money. Yeah. So it was like the game that everyone had. 
well, was and Duke. Unreal was cutting edge too. So yeah. does everyone? Not does everyone's everyone computer could run it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. Duke in 1999. Duke was still the game that we were playing right? because everyone's PC ran it. Everyone already had it. Everyone had the map. It was very easy. right? We had it set up like everyone in our dorm could play. Uh, sophomore year, it was... I, was that 97? Quake yeah. 2? Yeah, yeah, December 97. Yeah. Yeah, so Quake 2 comes out. That was, that was all we did. Right. It was just Quake 2 time. Yep. And then, yeah, like Quake 3 came out kind of when, what year was that? 99. December 11, yeah, November, December 99, yeah. So December 99. Yeah. I was in college. Okay. See, I had graduated in 99. Oh, okay, okay. So that was, I played it. I played a lot of Quake 3. Yeah. But it was, that was when I fell off of PC gaming. It was when I went to college. Okay. Just started doing other stuff right you know and then like that's also when i fell off of shack news <laughs> about like a couple incidentally years, a couple years later i kind of stopped reading shack news and I'm like i remember running into people right who were shackers yeah at university of michigan mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure edgewise someone that i had bumped into really yeah but like there's just Cause he's like, I think he was in the dental frat. I'm not sure. I okay. never even asked him. But yeah, like, there were. I just remember knowing shackers. Right. You know, like shacking was still a thing. Right. The website was still very big at the time. Yeah. And I was, you know, and that was where I had. It was more of an IRC thing. Right. For me, and by 2000, we had kind of moved away from IRC. Mm-hmm. You know, it was becoming more about blogs and yeah, you know, other stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's it's just funny, like how really some of the most the most FPS multiplayer I ever played was probably in Duke, <laughs> uh, on LAN, and then yeah, by because by the time Quake Three came out, you're also going online and matchmaking and stuff. Yeah, it had bots, and then yeah, that's true. What was it? Unreal Tournament two thousand came out ninety nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't remember years. Then there was what two thousand three and four. Yeah, yeah. So, two thousand three and four got me back into PC gaming. It's funny. UT two thousand three catches a lot of flack from people. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought UT two thousand four was better. I don't remember specifically why. I think they added a mode that I liked or something. But two thousand four, that. But like, I didn't. I wasn't into the vehicle stuff. Like two thousand four added a lot of cool new maps, but it also imported all of 2003 so like you had yeah. a really strong base yeah right out of the gate yeah it was it was good yeah and by then i think i had a new computer that was the other thing oh, okay <laughs> you know like yeah I, yeah yeah i kind of had the same crappy dell from senior year or was that junior year of high school it was either senior or junior year i had the same crappy dell through most of college oh really yeah and I would fuck, I was throwing rave I was playing raves with my Dell tower. Oh, <laughs> I had a freaking giant monitor. I'd have to lug up and down the stairs to these parties. Yeah, it was funny. It's back when we didn't have flat panels. Oh man, yeah, dude. You ca- you're hauling CRTs and towers. Showing up to and- a rave with a CRT. Yeah, for real. That was early on when I was throwing parties. <laughs> yeah, this was funny. Is like, that like the origin of Army of Techno? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first Army of Techno party we ever threw was on my birthday. 
um, in 2002. Hmm. Yeah, so it's been 15 years. Like okay. 16, 16 years of Army of Techno. See, you could also argue that my interest in Army of Techno kind of took me away from PC gaming. Oh, yeah, sure. I was, I was using my PC for music. Right. As what I had been attracted to is computer music. Right. And then once I had the money, I started buying synthesizers and drum machines and groove boxes and mixers and stuff. But early on, I was just using this software called Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. And then another piece of software called Reason. Okay. And I still use Reason to this day. It was Reason 2.5 was my first version I had. And now it's up to Reason 10. It's a, wow. it's a Swedish company. It's a virtual rack. I've actually been streaming on the weekends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the yeah, Army yeah. Techno I saw channel. a tweet about it, yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, I think it's usually in the evening mm-hmm. on Saturday. Uh, it's I'm going to try to do it every week, even when I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I'm streaming from my laptop, but yeah, I'm gonna try to do it, fit it into my schedule. Uh, but yeah, that's something I wanted to do this year. Yeah. And last week we created a, I created a track from scratch. Oh, nice for everyone. So that was fun, and it's cool because we're getting, getting. I got subs and I don't have a sub button, but I got followers and stuff just from the nice. music stuff. So nice. people you stream you have to label yourself music so you get shown on the creative side you're not listed with the games or anything oh cool so people who are looking for music they can find you actually kind of easily okay so that's yeah, cool um so yeah go to our twitch.tv slash army of techno if you guys want to watch that on saturdays i think bad kitty was there last weekend yeah we've had do you stream at the same time are you trying to like um, shoot for a time or just a day like it's really just the day yeah yeah follow me on twitter and I'll, I'll let you know okay but sometimes it's in the it's really how i'm feeling i i don't with the creative stuff i don't want to force it mm-hmm. so having a schedule kind of sucks yeah but for me it's like i just know either usually i want to make music sometime in the early afternoon or in the evening mm-hmm. so like midnight or three in the afternoon okay those are the two times that you're gonna catch me wanting to create yeah uh midnight because i just i like playing music late at night electronic music kind of fits Mm -hmm. that's what the rave culture is all about yeah so yeah i'd say those are the two times that you'll see the shows if i'm fitting it into my schedule it'll be earlier in the day if it's something where i'm just kind of chilling at home anyway it'll be later at night okay that's how i'm kind of looking at it okay yeah I don't have I need to it's very low budget. It's just me on my computer right now. I have my rig downstairs. So I, I plan on streaming with that as well. Uh but I'm thinking about moving my music stuff up into the Thunderdome over there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cause then, round out the room, man. Right? If you put the army if you make that army of techno headquarters. Yeah. Because right now Army of Techno headquarters is in my basement. Right. Um, but if I move that into Shack News, whatever the whatever the hell that place is becoming, right? I don't know. Is it a dojo? It it certainly is. It's like a the army of techno dojo. Yeah, it's I don't know. I try to keep Shack News and Army of Techno like church and state. Yeah, I, I try to keep them like that. separate from each other. Yeah, like, Army of Techno's church, by the way. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, Shack News is definitely state. Right. We actually have a nickname for you guys at Shack News over at Army of Techno. Really? Yeah. We call you guys the bloodsuckers at Shack <laughs> News. <laughs> That's appropriate. They're like, oh. Yeah, I can see that. They're like, oh, you got to do something for Shack News? 
Those bloodsuckers over there at Shackley's, what do they want? More money from you? That's hilarious. Briefcase man? Briefcase I was man. the briefcase man in Army of Techno first. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. My logo is the man with the briefcase. You set up your your briefcase full of ham sandwiches over there and brought it over to Shackley's. We were paid in ham sandwiches at the Army of Techno. So I took one out and I handed it over to the the people who owned Shack News. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, those people. Is, that the, is this is the story behind that? Yeah. And they, they took the deal. Okay. Because they knew it was hemorrhaging cash. So they're like, hey, at least we got a ham sandwich out of the deal. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I think I was, I was looking at our stats. I was like, holy crap, we're actually doing really well. I was like, yeah, I think we last year was tough year over year. Uh-huh. but this year we're looking good and january is kind of a slow time of year i mean we don't have a sure. whole lot of news to talk about today Shh, no you know what else i want to talk about real quick what's that youtube tv oh yes it got tnt tbs cartoon network and cobra kai apparently that's red oh that's okay that's re- oh that's red i got my wires crossed somewhere yeah youtube red okay. got cobra kai okay yeah, what the hell is that yeah there's a Karate Kid sequel that's a TV series that's exclusive on YouTube Red. What a time to be alive. But anyway, YouTube TV has an Apple TV app, and it's great. I love it. It's on Chromecast. It's on Apple TV. It's on your phone. It has an unlimited DVR, and it's in the cloud. So yeah, I, I do dig that. That's just the best thing. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're winning this because it's live TV too, on your phone. Yeah, like, I want live TV on my phone. This, I want live TV on my phone using my data. I think this is the first initiative I've seen in a while that could like poses the next big threat to cable. Yeah, and satellite. This is like I think. I'm not saying it's perfect. No, but it's, it's no. definitely the best solution to live tv over the internet it's the right platform to you know youtube everybody has but that's the thing it's a completely separate app oh yeah they're not the same app Hmm. that's the weird thing is there's youtube which i love yeah and then there's youtube tv which Mm -hmm. i also love but is a completely different app right different monetization scheme different partners Mm -hmm. completely different entity within the same company right but it's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that sounds yeah. pretty cool. Thirty five dollars a month, you get. For me, it's I my main. I like to describe products or services, ba- their value based on what I use them for. Mm-hmm. It's like my Apple Watch notifications. Right. It actually monitors my heart rate. It does all sorts of stuff. Um, YouTube TV, live sports. I can watch every Cavs game. That's that's huge. Anywhere. Yeah. You know, sports has been yeah the missing link right yeah sports is key yep the other thing news mm-hmm. so i i'll watch cnbc on there i'll watch you know i watched the super bowl on there did you yeah wow you know what i mean so it's like it's it's getting there where yeah. if you can watch the super bowl and i can watch every Cavs game i watched i think half of the brown season i watched you know so it's it's great i, I don't know if we should review it or what but i think maybe we should yeah it's something that like it might be the best solution and shame on apple for not doing it right because what the hell yeah why Why am i talking about my favorite app on the apple tv being youtube yeah 
YouTube TV. That, that could have been. Oh man, you know what I like on my Apple TV? Apple's streaming service that costs thirty five dollars a month with all these partners. Yep. They could have done it. Yep. Why didn't they do it? YouTube's doing it. Google's doing it. You know, that's that could be a do it for Shaq News Award winner right there. Yeah, that's true. YouTube TV. That's doing it for Shaq. Okay. We have a contender. And you know, the other thing is like in a I, I know we're in a world where you can just go on NBA streams Reddit and right. find some stream of the game. You know, but it's going through some Russian server. You're going to have a bunch of bloatware and ads and stuff popping up on your browser. It's illegal. Yeah. And in a world where, you know, Ajit Pai completely repealed net neutrality. Yeah. They're going to start killing those things. Yeah. You think that that's not going to be the first place that the cable company decides to squash? Right. Those subreddits were the most vocal about net neutrality. Uh, but yeah, NFL streams and NBA streams are those those subreddits are gonna die, and they know it. So in a world where that's happening, I'm like, I'll pay thirty five dollars a month for that service. Absolutely, it's just that there was no option. Right. That's, that's the only reason that those services even existed. That's the only reason those subreddits ever took off was that you didn't give anyone an option. It's like that's my whole platform. It's like Napster uh, before iTunes. You know, there was no good way for us to buy MP3s until iTunes came out. Right. There was no good way for us to get live streaming video when we want from whatever sport on our phone right. or on our computer. But now YouTube is saying, here, this mm -hmm. is it. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's, it's awesome. I think it, it's, if you're a cord cutter like me, and I don't really like a whole lot of live TV, but there's just some times where it's useful to have it. Right. You know, those times where you want it. Uh, this recent school shooting. Right. Know, I, oh, yeah. I, horrible news. Yeah. But I wanted to know what the hell was going on. So I went to, you know, I have MSNBC on there. So I was able to just pop up, you know, the MSNBC live feed. And right. And just watch the news happen on my phone. Right. Um, so, yeah, I just think that they have a lot. There's a lot of value there between... The news stuff they're doing, the entertainment stuff they're going to do, and the live sports. Right. I think that's like the Triforce of live internet TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, this is like, this is a big deal. And it, they deserve credit mm -hmm. for this platform that they launched, I think, about six months ago. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised to hear them talking their numbers up about YouTube TV subs in the next few quarters. Okay. Because they, they're making a big push. Every NBA, I think it's Saturday game or maybe Sunday games, whatever they're doing them, they're brought to you by YouTube TV. Hmm. So ABC will, you know, they're part, they're partnered with them. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't recommend it more. It's okay. if you have $35 a month that you could put towards that. Right. And you're someone who. Maybe doesn't want to watch TV, but wants the option of being able to watch stuff whenever. Right. And you like the idea of an unlimited cloud-based DVR. It's really good. Mm -hmm. You don't want to pirate stuff anymore. Or you're a Cleveland Browns fan, maybe. Uh, it's good. I really like it. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out and just keep kind of pounding the payment for them. When I find something I like, I tend to talk about it a lot. Mm -hmm. If you've listened to this podcast for the past however many episodes... We talk about Nintendo Switch every episode. Yep. We talk about Zelda every episode. We like those things. You know? Yep. Um, 
I think it's interesting because they're not they're not trying to compete with Netflix. They're not trying to compete with Hulu. Mm-hmm. They're doing their own thing. That's why I think it's working. Yeah. Is that no one's done this well, at least. And I've never seen this is what they were calling a skinny bundle. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's gonna work. <laughs> she did it. She, she had to work herself up jumped, to it. You finally jumped off the couch. <laughs> Do you want your toy? Good girl. <laughs> it went over her head. <laughs> no, now she's like, nope. This is she's <laughs> out. She is. She just completely pieced out of the podcast. <laughs> Lola jumped off the couch, had her ball go over her head, and just ran into the Mickey Mouse bed. That's yep. what just happened. Folks. She's she's done, and now she's digging for gold or something. Yeah, uh, she knows she's got her own thing going. She's on like, you know what, guys, this show's over. Yeah. So I don't know. That was another weird episode that was fun though yeah we just talked about stuff yeah we figured out the 10 out of 10 club yes we did i think that's this our... is a productive and fruitful episode yeah i think we'll just call this episode the 10 out of 10 club that's it yeah uh behold the 10 out of 10 club behold the 10 out of 10 <laughs> that's what we'll call it that's right uh so we'll do our usual shit i curse a lot <laughs> i like how you have the, like this dawning realization like wow you know i'm really yeah i'm vulgar yeah I'm sorry, but it ha- there's a are you? E. There's a little e next to our podcast, so you know, yeah, kids aren't going to get in here if their parents have the proper Explicit settings. Explicit language. Is that what it stands for? Yeah. Explicit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, it's like NWA. You know. Yeah. 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 They they had an explicit, you know, parental advisory sticker. Right. We should have one too. Yeah. But go to twitch.tv slash Shack News. For our live streams, we yes. did an L Sword stream this week. We were on the front page. Yes, of Twitch. That was awesome. We had the most viewers concurrent out of anyone on the front page at that moment. That was pretty cool. I was like, that's pretty dope. Yeah. That's for L Sword, right? That's not like a huge game. That game's been out for a while. Right. But it's always nice to see Shaq on the front page of Twitch. So yes. Shout out to those folks yes. for helping us out with that. Uh, yeah, go to youtube.com slash Shaq News Games and youtube.com slash GamerHub TV. Oh my goodness. Turbo Puppy. <laughs> uh, YouTube, the, the GamerHub YouTube is more uh, gamer culture focused stuff. The yeah. Shaq News one is definitely more gaming news focused. Mm-hmm. Interviews, previews, gameplay. Uh, we've been po- reposting our live streams as VODs there. So if you miss something on Twitch, you can watch us on YouTube um and yeah chris has been experimenting with uploading 4k footage mm, okay so that's kind of cool too yeah uh go follow us on twitter at shack news at david l craddock at techno sucks if you don't like anything about this episode tweet at greg burke 85 that's yeah. g-r-e-g-b-u-r-k-e 85 that's our complaints department he is there to field all your complaints yes he actually enjoys it yep he looks he's probably at his computer right now mm-hmm. waiting to read complaints or pre-order amiibo or pre-order yeah. so he's got many streams screens yeah. he can multitask but yeah also keep uh rem- just a reminder a call back to the 10 out of 10 club bad kitty all those other folks who are listening tweet at us what your 10 out of 10 games are work you we're curious we're going to be working on this for the rest of the year most likely mm-hmm. uh, on to, you know beyond this year this is something that could take years for us to really finish oh yeah uh, but the 10 out of 10 club has been born and let us know which games you think are 10 out of 10 at techno sucks or at david l Craddock. right 
Uh, go to shacknews.com for all your gaming news, reviews, previews, interviews. I don't know. Soapbox? Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot. I do have a soapbox. What else is there? Uh, did I hit all the... Oh, yeah. We're on Facebook. Te- yeah, I guess we are. Yeah, you could go there. <laughs> if you want to go on Facebook. <laughs> if that's something you want to do. I know it's raining. She's uh, she's not happy about this she's rain. She's turning out the lights. She's like, this show is over. Okay. Soapbox, real quick. Yeah. And Greg is a perfect example of this from last week. <laughs> if you're on the internet <laughs> and you have to... And you and you and you're you're sharing information, right? You see something from Shack News, you see something from another website. Click the link, read the article, yep. watch the video, or listen to the podcast. Actually, consume the content before you share it. It gives the author of the article a page view. It gives the viewer or the the reader or sorry the creator of the video content another view. These analytics help them keep their jobs. It helps them keep their businesses going. So. Do that. Click the link before you share. It also makes you a more informed reader and consumer of information, so you're less likely to share fake news. And fake news is a big problem these days. It's a huge problem. You know, that is real news. Yeah, and earlier this week, there was fake news reported uh, by Road to VR that Apple had acquired an interest in a AR display company. And that drove the share price of that company up 30% in a couple of minutes. And then the market had to re real People realized this isn't true. Right. So it gave up all of its gains. And then it's not... You know, Road to VR made a mistake. It's just funny because Bloomberg picked up the story and they ran it. And Bloomberg <sighs> ran this story and then the market really ran with it. Yeah. Because Road to VR, it's not a market mover. Right. And no offense to them. They're a great website. But right. they just they made a mistake here and they corrected it. Uh but yeah, there was a moment where Imagine stock went up thirty percent on the fake news uh of them being in uh, having an investment from Apple, Valve, and LG. So educate yourself before sharing yeah information exactly if if you if you read up on that and you went to imagine's website you would have found out that no they released a press release saying this isn't true yeah uh but yeah it just shows you how fake news can directly impact real life things Mm -hmm. and it goes beyond the market you're talking like it could just affect people you know a lot you know early on with fake news it was bill cosby's dead yeah you remember those yeah those those were the frequent stories oh xyz celebrity is low hanging fruit yeah Yeah. so that was the easy way to do it but now i think you can get more dubious with your fake news oh yeah (laughs) people have seen what went on during the election you know and even beyond uh so and even yesterday you know like or even during the uh the vegas shooting Mm. you just got to be careful with what you share yeah so I wait until I see multiple reputable agencies talking about something. And credit to TechCrunch, they caught the story and said, no, this isn't true. Apple did not do that. Mm-hmm. But Bloomberg could have done that. Yeah. Bloomberg just ran with Road to VR's story. They did. And that speaks to the culture of the internet news that we're in, mm-hmm. where if you're not first you're last yeah you gotta get as high up on the google search results as possible so being fast with news is important right but there's a balance so is accuracy yeah 
accuracy is important. Yes. So even just just click the link. Don't be like Greg. <laughs> Don't be like Greg. Don't be like Greg. <laughs> click the link. I hear he's working on a really special top ten this week, so I'm excited. Cool. All right. Uh, it's top ten controllers. Ooh. So we all know PlayStation won't be on that list. Oh, oh, burn! Take that, bad kitty. Um, yeah. I'm gonna get a tweet about that. Yeah, um, you yeah. better. I will totally get a tweet about that, especially because at the end of the episode, she's like, "You cut me deep." <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks to everyone for listening. If you made it to the end of this podcast, just bless you. You did it for Shack News. You really did. And uh, go out there on the various podcast entities and review us it helps us move up in the rankings so that you know we're on our path to being the number one video game news uh podcast in the history of the world so just help us get there review us for shack news um that's all for now i don't know we'll we'll probably we'll be back next week with your impressions of sea of thieves yes you know i'll have more pictures of lola dressed up as a pirate and I'm going to try to get my article out tomorrow uh, for the Sea of Thieves feature. Do it. Yeah, I think that would be a good it'd be a good weekend read. Yeah. And we didn't get to go to Rare to try out the game this week. So we didn't get to write our preview coverage. I will set sail from Northeast Ohio. Yeah, I. you know what? We also were able to look at that game in its closed beta infancy and see the brilliance. Yep. We didn't need a preview. I didn't need to be flown out That's right. to England to know that that game's great. <laughs> I didn't need to. I could play it. I could look at that water. I could shoot myself out of a cannon, playing it accordion, and be like, game of the year. Yep. At least a contender. It's a contender. You know what I mean? And Rare is back. That's the least that we can say. Yes. Rare is back, and that's good for video games. Yes, it is. Because they are a very talented studio, and they have been... The worst thing that ever happened to them was leaving Nintendo. Yeah. But they're... Uh they're getting their mojo back. I think so. And I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. And I wish this game was on Switch. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah. Next week, we'll have some thoughts about that. We'll get Greg back on the show. I think we'll do every other week with Greg. Yeah. And that might work. Yeah. I, I couldn't have him on this week. <laughs> He's just... I, I screamed so much at him last week. <laughs> I, I haven't even finished editing that podcast yet. We're going to get two up this week. Yeah. I'll go back to back with Double me. feature. 20 and 21. Can you, ma- can you believe it? 21 episodes already? We're doing it for Shack News. Right? That's impressive. It Do is. you listen to the show? I've listened to some, but okay. I don't listen to... I've done other podcasts. If I'm on it, I don't listen to it. Yeah. Did you listen to the one with Greg and me in Vegas? <laughs> yes, I did listen to that one. <laughs> okay, that was pretty good. Greg, You and Greg, that's a classic combination right there i'm yeah. probably gonna listen to last week's too because i want to hear that epic rant again oh yeah i i need to go back and listen to that too <laughs> i i you I, were unchained i get a little rowdy on this podcast because <laughs> i i look to some of my favorite radio people yeah and they're not afraid to show their emotions no you know, like howard stern's not afraid to show his emotion right uh i think joe rogan has a good podcast he's not afraid to show emotion mm-hmm and I really am a fan of Norm Macdonald. He goes on epic rants yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, uh, we need to do better about getting more guests on. We also need to figure out how to make them sound less crappy because Skype sounds like poop. Yeah. And I have this beautiful mixer here, so I yeah. should be able to do better than Skype. 
I blame Greg once again. Oh, it's definitely Greg's fault. Direct so, complaint at Greg Burke 85. Yeah, so any complaints at Greg Burke 85, even about Shack News ads, but you really shouldn't have many problems with our ads anymore. No. There aren't there really aren't many. No, uh, they're much much better now. Yeah, right. Yeah, you haven't had any. Mm-mm. No. Me neither. That's actually kind of refreshing, man. It it's is. Been, <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, it, I I don't know the last week that I've been able to go where I haven't had someone complain to me about a Shaq News ad. Yeah. So it's been kind of refreshing. Um and I think that, you know, people are like, "But you're giving up all that revenue." I'm like, "Yeah. But we also have Shaq hoodies for sale." That's right, man. Those are for sale. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the price? I did. 66.6. Yep. With shipping 81. Mark of the Shaq beast. But you know why it's 81? Why? I was born in 1981. Oh. And the Shaq News hoodie went for sale on my birthday. There's, oh, that's true. There's some Shaq lore for you. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. But there's some Shaq lore for you. Yep, that's true. The 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 hoodie costs 66.6, the Mark of the Beast, right? Mm-hmm. Doom. Yeah. Doom. Doom. But plus shipping in the US, $81 the year I was born. Mm-hmm. Little tidbit for you. And yeah, it was. Uh, we're they're selling very well at that price. That's good, you know. So it's like sometimes that's you, a luxury item. Sometimes you're in a Nintendo situation, yeah, where yeah. you know you got them. You are you already bought the Switch. Yep. We know you're going to want a Pro controller. Yep. We can charge whatever we want for the Pro controller. You're going to pay. Yes. Because you want the Pro controller. Because the D pad on the freaking Joy Cons is an abomination. Yeah. I don't even. I well, I don't. I hesitate to even call it a D pad. The D buttons. Yeah. The the broken cross. That's really shameful what they did to the D pad. I get why they did it, but it's a sacrifice that doesn't really apply to me. Because I would rather just get an extra controller if someone wants to come over and play mario kart or whatever if they gave me a new joy con that had a normal Mm -hmm, mm d-pad i'd probably pay more than a shack hoodie for it yeah that'd be that'd be nice (laughs) you know and that's that's saying something that is that is (laughs) but i really do we i think we found ourselves in a position similar to nintendo for once in our 22 (laughs) years where we have a product we don't have a whole lot of it yeah but we're gonna sell it for a large premium and we'll probably sell out yeah and deal with it please understand please no understand. But it helps us we're doing it for shack news we're a site that's and so not, are you we're not running programmatic ads yeah buy a hoodie buy a hoodie speak you, out against you come to this ads. site i see the stats shackers are on this site all the freaking time they leave the site open you know hundreds of them How just d- sit there on the chatty what does sheriff do all day i don't know <laughs> I don't know what Trapped does. I don't know what Sharif yeah. does. I don't know what Winterf- Winterface is always there. Yeah. Uh, I think he works from home. But, yeah, I, I don't no, know. he doesn't. No? <laughs> because he's always posting on Shack News. That's true. These he's people not getting anything done. They're just posting. That was so funny. Someone just got a new job, and he posted that he could Shack from his new job, but he couldn't from his old job. And he's like, rip productivity. <laughs> So he just got a new job, and he's worried that he's not going to be able to. That's yeah. That's it's a valid concern. But yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 
We did it for Shack News. We did it. We there's an eighty one dollar hoodie out there. Yep. If you guys want to buy it, and someone was like, "That costs more than Mass Effect hoodie." I'm like, "Yeah, deal with it." Yeah. It's well, like, is, the, is Shack News on hiatus right now? No. Yeah, exactly. Support an active brand. But also, if you really think it's expensive, wait until Shack Friday, because last Shack Friday we had a thirty percent off sale. Oh yeah, that's true. The year before it was twenty percent off. Yeah. One day only. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who's like, Asif, this is too expensive, there will be Shack sales, you know? I I think I'm just keeping it to Shack Friday, but maybe maybe we'll do another Shack sale. Yeah. Find a, a relevant date that corresponds to some Shack history. That's the problem. No one I know knows the first date of Scary's first post. I don't. I don't know if anyone does. Do you? No. Okay. I think it was bad. like April. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Let's find. Let's find out. We need to ask Steve. But I think Steve might not even know. <laughs> no, he probably doesn't know. He probably doesn't know. Martin doesn't know. I don't know anyone who knows. What about the day the servers dropped? That was in the 2000s, right? I think so. Yeah, early two thousands. Those early two thousands. Mm-hmm. There were two database crashes. Yeah. That's accounted for. But there's no on the Shack Wiki. It doesn't account for the first date oh, okay. of uh, of Scary's first post. Okay. Scary's first post was screenshots of quick of Q test. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how the site was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is it's a completely different server, completely different URL. No one owns that. Someone else owns the URL now. Like, it's not. There's no continuity. Yeah. Because it went from. It was scary Sugar Shack. Was it Quake Holio, then Sugar Shack? Yeah. So it was Scary's Quake Holio, then Scary Sugar Shack, then Shack News. Mm hmm. I don't know who was hosting Scary's Quake Holio. No, I don't know. I'm sure that server doesn't even exist anymore. Probably not. And I don't think the Internet Wayback Machine goes that far back. <laughs> The internet wayback machine only goes way back so far. Yeah, it doesn't go back to the first post is scary. No, it goes so, back. Maybe not so way back. It's just funny because I know the first post of scary. I read the first post is scary. I remember going to Scary's Quake Holio and looking at those screens. It's the only reason I ever even heard about Shack News, right? Because he had the first screenshots of Quake. That's right. That was his boom. Yeah. Steve Gibson, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that happened. No, I should. Uh, we should ask him. We we could probably figure it out based on when Q test ran. There's, it, I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's one of if you're out there and you know, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, even tweet at Greg Burke. He'll be like, "What's a Quake Holio?" <laughs> you know, I True. did. I posted some. Just one last thing. And it was, I know we've been long again. We've gone long. It happens. Our our podcast has now turned into over two hours every episode. <laughs> um, I did something on Shaq and no one noticed today, this week. The Overwatch article about it being free this weekend. Yeah. I referred to the Grim Fandango article in the headline. I said it was on PC. I said it was on PS4, Xbox One, and PC2. The two? 
Because uh, it was Grim Fandango on coming to Mac. Or it was Windows, Mac, and Windows, Mac, PC, comma, Linux 2. <laughs> okay, that's right. No that's one right. noticed. No one even remembers when Grim Fandango was tattooed on the top of the website for almost half a year. Do you remember? It's the that's where the name Grimbar. Yeah, it's where the Grim. Grim Fandango bar came from. Yeah. If you go there now, it's like actually updated with articles and stuff. Yeah. But for almost half a year it just said oh, Grim that's, Fandango. Yeah, that's hilarious. So I referred to it this week. And no one on staff noticed. And I'm pretty sure we could murder all these people in Quake or Duke if we played them. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Not in Quake Champions though. Yeah, I don't know if anyone Quake Champions might fall into the lawbreakers scenario. Yeah. It's it's too many a subject for now, but I I have concerns about that game. I think uh, that's we're just gonna put them on on watch. Yeah, I think they have a lot of money, so that they can keep it relevant as an esport. Yeah, but not as a game. That's, that was that's been our whole thing from the beginning, right? Buy Quake fans for Quake fans. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't need you. But it's not even Quake Live's better. It is better. <laughs> so you're, it's not you're not wrong <laughs> so it's not for quake fans it's for well like quake pro players yeah who are done with quake live hardcore quake fans yeah all you know it's a very <laughs> very uh specific very niche group of people but they're happy i guess i don't know i don't even know if they're happy they're playing that's in, in tournaments yeah, yeah for money yeah if there was no money they wouldn't be playing no that says a lot. It does. So I don't know. We'll we'll save that for another episode. We might have to dedicate a whole episode to what's wrong with Quake Champions. Yeah. That could be a feature. Yeah. Because holy crap. What the hell? Mm-hmm. I, I should be playing that game every night. That game is a game I should want to play. Mm-hmm. And I am not. Yep. And there's something very wrong with that. Yeah. I, I like it. When it's working, when I'm in it, it feels good. Everything else around it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. So, I don't know. It's not out yet. We can't... We don't have final judgment on it yet. It's early access. Mm-hmm. That's another weird thing about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know what I think about an early access Quake game. Mm. That just sounds wrong. It does sound <laughs> wrong. It does. <laughs> so, but yeah. If you know... Tell us when Steve Gibson first posted. Yeah. That would be really helpful to us figuring out our content strategy for the rest of the year. <laughs> and then, yeah, the 10 out of 10 club. Just remember, tweet at us. And also your Shaq pets. Hashtag Shaq pets. That's right. Post your cute pictures. Uh, Helvetica posted on Valentine's Day. Her, of course. Her piggy pe- post. Did you see it? Yeah. It was adorable. Yep. She's got some new piggies. Uh, so, yeah, if you missed that thread, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You really should be going to Shack News. Not paying attention to what's important. Go to shacknews.com slash chatty for the greatest community in the world. That's right. You, I'll fight you if you think otherwise. You know what I mean? If yes, if I you, do. If people come back and be like, oh, no, Facebook's better, I will fight you. No, it's not. I will Facebook. fight you. Facebook might be the worst community Facebook, in the world. No, YouTube. Okay. YouTube That's comments In a world where YouTube exists. 4chan. That's, yeah, you're not wrong. All right. Top 10 worst communities on the internet. Greg would love that. Oh, he would eat that up with a spoon. Sink his teeth into that. Top one. ten worst subreddits. Oh my god, this is just clickbait heaven. Okay, <laughs> um, 
that's that bar- that's the barbell approach to Shackney's content that's right uh so yeah that's it i'm done we're done i'm old yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm exhausted i'm gonna go home and go to bed i'm so fucking old yeah you are 37 yep out of the league man yep i figured out the name for our esports tour because hmm. uh in in uh the pga they have the seniors tour yeah they call it like the champions league uh-huh we give you like the shack champions tour the shack champs yeah the shack champions tour i like that okay the Shack champions tour you have to be like 35 and up dude i turn <laughs> i turn 36 next month but like, what, what do you think a good cutoff age for senior esports athlete should be like 35 30 35 is like ancient 30 yeah, yeah probably 30 30 yeah we'll cut it off at 30 okay cut off 30 i was like you could argue 27 but no i think there should be a time where you know what you have to deal with being an old 20 something in the <laughs> in those right in the esports world that's right you have to go through that that late 20s where your skills fall off and suddenly you're not as great as those 17 year olds yeah. deal with it but when you're 30 you can come play at the shack champions tour yeah but i think the shack champions tour will be a thing yeah uh, so yeah, go out there, guys, and do it for Shack News. <laughs>